everyone, this is the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Daniel Bloodworth. Hello. Michael Huber. Hello. And Brandon Jones. Hello. <laughs> ah, Jones. That's Kicking so good, dude. I need that. Kicking I need it up a notch. I need it too. Yep. Uh, Blood, what's your goal this week? My goal is to not do anything that will feed into the smug blood mythos. <laughs> oh, <Ooh>. good luck. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> That's really good. Bro. I feel like that emote, that emote has like mm-hmm. shaped my actions in ways that they are no way intended. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because I'm a very just kind of like straight to the point, logical person, and so like half the times Brandon calls out me being smug, I'm like, what? That's a smug what blood. What do I do? Okay, not this week. Humble blood. Humble blood. <laughs> Hubert, what's your goal this week? To talk about the Dreamcast. Wow, great Ooh, goal. Whoa. Jones, what's your goal this week? Uh, my goal is to uh, reference my friend here, who's going to speak for me, uh, my little hand puppet friend here, uh, who's going to speak for me at some point. At some point in this podcast, I'm not going to have an answer, and I'm going to have to throw it to my friend here, and he's going he's gonna to fill in for me. Jones, in my wildest dreams of what goals would become, I never fathomed this. I could have never hoped even that me neither, Kyle. we would get to this point. Me neither. If you're listening at home, it, nothing's going to change. <laughs> you're if just you're gonna listening be like, Brandon, answer that one. Jones held up his, his hand as if it is a little mouth. Oh, my goodness. It's yep. like a little snake. Yep. Okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I can't wait till that guy speaks. My goal is actually, it's an old Final Bossman rule about speaking about games in the present tense. Suppose the past yeah. tense. That'll become more relevant when I explain what this week's uh, show is about. Mm. But that's my goal this week. Uh, let's talk about corrections. Begin corrections music, please. Kung Fu Master is the arcade name of the NES game Kung Fu. Kung Fu! Mm. Yeah. Uh, Minecraft is coming out uh, in May for the Switch. Remember, I, I asked the panel, Jones, I was like, do you know what big exclusive game is coming to the Switch in May? Everyone in the comments corrected me on this, despite the fact I said what exclusive is yeah. coming to the panel. Minecraft is not exclusive. It's not an exclusive, but it is a huge deal. It's worth bringing up that May does have a big Switch game, and that big Switch game is Minecraft. It's worth bringing that up. It absolutely is. Star Wars Episode Nine just announced that it was coming out on the same day as, as the Minecraft movie. Get out of the way, Minecraft. See ya, Minecraft. Get out of the way. See ya. <laughs> I'll probably play that dumb game on the Switch, man. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Just the, oh. Yeah, uh, I mean, the, the portability. That, yeah. Ugh. I said Fire Emblem Heroes when I meant to say Fire Emblem Warriors, of course. Ah. Uh, <laughs> do you remember, Jones, do you remember me berating Damiani for the way he put the uh, Elite Four champion in, in the Pokemon Black and White 2 review? Yes. I got an interesting comment from someone who stopped watching GT reviews because of that very moment. Yes, I mean we. I mean, hopefully, they didn't make up this story. No, for all we know, very this is true. Th- this was a very hurt story, like going oh, into wow. how like rude it was to reveal that moment in oh. a review. Felt so good because I, I was scared you brought that up, and I yeah. thought you're gonna be like, turns out I, I was mistaken. It was actually what? another point. Yeah, nope, it's better than we imagined. Yeah. That's right, that's not even correction. I, mean, I just I, thought that was a fun comment. I feel bad for that person. Sorry. Man. Yeah, live and learn. But that person's back now. Good. And we've learned. We're never going to put the Elite Four we champion We had that person until they found out Damiani was going to be in the park. Until well, they, Damiani showed up on the street. But Damiani didn't out. seem to be that concerned. Damiani was no, not concerned. No, no, no. He, nope, he did nope, not feel nope. bad. No point in telling him that. Uh, Splatoon 2 releases July 21st, not 12th. That was just a little dyslexia. And the full Japanese title for The World Ends With You is It's a Wonderful World. Not simply Wonderful World. And mm. corrections music, please. So y'all know my favorite way to start a podcast. 
Game announcement. Game announcements. Um, we have a weird one. We have a, a port announcement, which you know I'm not normally excited about. Okay. I'm normally snoozing. In fact, people were upset that I didn't mention when uh, Bayonetta came out on PC. Oh, right. And I didn't, you know, what did we say? Yeah, Bayonetta, cool game. It's nice Sega's putting that game out on PC. However, there's this kind of announcement that I always love. This one gets me every single time. Bayonetta for PC had an update recently, a little mm. small patch. Mm. And if you in- install this patch, if you update it, you're just playing Bayonetta, it's normal. It's the same, same exact game. However, if you go to a little extras folder, you see an image of the protagonist from Vanquish. Okay. All right. So. Oh, okay. I'm okay. seeing some faces that are not as excited as I was hoping. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm just hell. Teasing a Vanquish game. No, te- teasing te- Vanquish coming to PC. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Teasing that like, hey, this worked. Bayonetta worked. Lots of people uh, bought it. Yeah. We're gonna keep going on okay. this. Okay. Oh, blood, so cold. I'm sorry. I. I. Where's humble it's, blood? It's what? So wait, so I'm, I should be excited for Vanquish coming to PC, but Bayonetta yeah. coming to PC is like whatever? Well, yeah, it's that. It's it's this the way it thing. was announced. Yeah, and you, the way it was oh, announced. Okay. I yeah. love yeah. that. The Sega's not said anything officially other than just yeah. sneaking in that little image. Yeah. And we love to talk about game announcements. We love to talk about uh, that kind of way to introduce a game announcement. To me, that's the best possible. That's a fun way. Yeah. Especially yeah, yeah. for something that if you come out and say, hey, Vanquish, coming to PC. Like, you don't really know how people just might decide that morning they don't care about Vanquish. Mm-hmm. You know, but to let this story come from the fan base, yeah. come from people that found it, mm-hmm. and they're like, no, no, wait, wait, wait. This is a big deal. I'm going to talk about this a lot. Yeah. That's clearly what this means. Yeah. From the ground up announcement. I like it. Yes. I lo- and, and you were saying, you know, you, you don't, you're not really big on, like, when ports get announced or yep. remasters. Yeah. I love that because it's coming to an entirely new audience. I'm sure so many people will give Vanquish a chance now that never did when it originally came out. And which is awesome. Another I guess super surprising thing is how quickly it came. I think Bayonetta came to PC 2 weeks ago. And so it, the reaction to it was so positive immediately. They sold so many uh, I don't want to say copies, whatever. It sold a lot of digital copies. Uh that they're like, oh, we should do Vanquish too. Well, Vanquish is probably wait. They're, pro- they're literally sitting on the Vanquish button, being like, and sales are all right. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, right, yeah. Now we're going. They, they basically told the team the day before, do it. You mm-hmm. know, that whole plan we had, it's a go. Do you think there's a little binary domain button too, or is that, are we stretching at that point? <laughs> probably not, but that would be amazing. Okay. I don't even what. Uh, I, remember, I remember that, that was title a shooting robots this, game. Yeah, yeah but, but it's awesome. Both Bayonetta and Vanquish were wow. platinum. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Binary Doe name was somebody else. It. Still published by Sega. Yeah. 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 Hmm. But that's what I'm saying. Is like, I think, yeah, it's the Sega Platinum combo that's that's working there. Yeah. And I mean, that's the best version of Bayonetta is that PC version. And so this will be the best version of Vanquish. That is cool. It's a cool way to let that game live on forever mm-hmm. in the best possible way. Absolutely. Steam sales. Yep. Not a controversial thing, though. Not really much to discuss. We'll move on. Uh, oh, here's controversy. Well, people so, don't know what Vanquish is. Shinji Mikami. So, no, tell me more. What is Vanquish? Shinji Mikami. You're like a soldier. On I'm like Shinji a... Mikami in this game? Yeah, you you play as Shinji. <laughs> you're that? in the armor for all intents and purposes. <laughs> no, <laughs> no uh, Shinji Mikami, Mikami directed it. It's super fast-paced. Tell me more games uh, Mikami directed. Resident <laughs> Evil 1 and 4 mm. and The Evil Within. Whoa. One and person directed PNL3. all those games? Yeah. Cool. 
It's like if you ever played Dino Crisis. I think more people are probably familiar with Vanquish than Piano Three. Yeah, Piano Three was rather unpulled. Actually, if I had Bayonetta and Vanquish in front of me, I would play Vanquish. Having played both and always been curious to get more, get more into them. I think me too. The story of Vanquish is super right up my alley. Can't you like flip out of cover? You like yeah, you slide around, around. Yeah. slide yeah. in, but can't you like pop up too and just like yeah, I mean, like out of cover and mobility. Just, I remember yeah. the shotgun of Vanquish is out of control. Heck yeah, heck yeah, yeah. yeah. Sliding in close quarters because I think we did. I think back in one of my favorite shows, we we never did. And I'm actually I would love to bring it back for uh, Easy Hollies. Maybe like bring users into it is tribute. Sean's careful, man. Um, a love of mine, a want. It's because it's just any moment you hint at a show. We it's did like, a show called Tribute where we would get a hundred examples of something. Oh, that yes. was a good show. Uh, and we oh. only did, yeah. We only did one where we did a hundred and that was Shotguns. And then yes. we did another one. Love that video. Zombies? Yeah, and I don't remember what that, but it wasn't a hundred, it was like 60 something. Because mm-hmm. we just like got exhausted. Yeah. Um, Super hard show. But uh, when we did the Shotgun episode, Vanquish was in there. Nice. Because somebody at GT was like, Vanquish. And we're like, yeah. oh, okay. And they were like, I will get the footage and bring it in. I wasn't I was like, there right. at the time. hundred <laughs> Shotguns. This is a good video still. Yeah. That's, a, that's a cool video. Tribute shotguns look it up it's probably on youtube we'll add the stretch goal tomorrow uh so last <laughs> week we we talked to, to great length about the nes classic uh being discontinued right and we said why why could they possibly do that uh the day afterward uh <laughs> right. there was a report uh from Eurogamer that a super nintendo classic is in production will be sold this holiday season and in the in the article, they directly say this is why they're not making more NES classics. They say, okay, well now it's time to make this. I don't. I this floored me. I'm offended. And I know it's a week later. <laughs> I know it's hard to just be like in that mode, but like this floored me. I'm offended. Because it's offended? one thing to be like, yo, you had your chance to buy this. We're discontinu- discontinuing it. Yeah, there was never a chance. Right. You either pre-ordered it immediately. Got lucky, mm-hmm. got, got it, at, got it at launch, or paid a ton, uh, you know, off market eBay or something. Yeah, or you didn't get one at all. Yeah, and you know, I've been waiting until these things have been in stores. I was waiting to buy one, and now they discontinued it. So there's this n- never had a chance. You getting a Super Nintendo though? Don't you want I'm this? I'm gonna try. So will you try? That's my question. I'm going to try. I okay. didn't try for the NES. Uh-huh. I will try on multiple locations for that SNES. <laughs> I don't even know what's gonna be on it. I just that system was everything to me, man. Yeah. I it's just so offensive. Like the NES Classic is such a cool item for a gamer to me personally to take to a place, to a friend's house. To a family's house that isn't really into video games or mm-hmm. hasn't experienced those old classic video games. It's mm-hmm. a really easy, simple way to do it. It has that classic NES controller. I mean, that's a part of my childhood that I was looking forward to share with some family. Never. Robbed of that. Nintendo doesn't want you to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, everything I said last week, I believe, I believe that the NES Classic was a, like a dead console. You know, I, I did believe that it had a limited time. I'm, that's why I'm so shocked that they would make a sequel to it, and then they're going to discontinue this thing as well. I don't know. It's a strange business decision to me. Uh, this is a rumor, by the way, but rumors from Eurogamer generally tend to become true, especially if they're Nintendo-oriented. There is some sort of European Nintendo leak where Eurogamer just is on top of those things. Plug the leak, Nintendo. <laughs> You've got a mole. you got a mole. <laughs> um... But this would have pissed people off no matter when they released it. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. It's not like 
couple months going by, and we we're, we're not oh, we're not salty about that anymore. We forgot really what what happened to the NES Classic. I don't remember. Right, so, Super Nintendo, like yeah. Real quick, yeah. blood. I got a question about this because when they do announce it, is this E3 or is this uh, a Nintendo Direct? When do they announce this thing? Oh. Didn't I answer this question? Did we do this on friend code? I think we did. Okay. Well, the funny thing it's is, it's not an E3. We they did. Don't, they don't we do stage show anymore, E3. right? That? We're, that's over. The Nintendo stage show. Jones, I have a theory. We'll never see that again. I have a theory. It's coming back. I this think year. it could come back. This it's coming back this year. That's my theory, dude. Because my theory is no. If they make that announcement, because you can make that announcement in a Nintendo Direct at E3, but mm-hmm. you cannot make that announcement on stage. Because you cannot walk caught. out in front of a in front of hundreds of journalists and, and be deal like, with the booze. I'm sure all of you remember the NES class. <laughs> like, it just, don't no! even get there. Yeah. Shut up. I wonder yeah. if people at, at a Nintendo press conference would boo Nintendo if they yep. brought that up. I'd I wonder if it's iPhone. that bad. Yeah. I'd throw my iPhone up on the stage. <laughs> Every time I think I'm out, takes an they pull me back in. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's just forever. It's with not Nintendo. ridiculous though. It's it's offensive. I like when you said offensive, offensive, like you're pissed, but it's not ridiculous because it's Nintendo. Like it's, no, it's and that, was that my, is ridiculous. And that was my stance last week. Like I was surprised this happened, but uh-huh. I wasn't shocked. Yeah, I wasn't like that's so out of character. You know, I was not surprised they ended NES Classic. I'm shocked that they started up a new one in the year after. That's insane to me. I'm the opposite. Okay, <laughs> great. Yeah, that's what that is. Every so, time. What I wanted to talk about this week is I think we are we've we've spoken to it at great length for the last four months. Yeah, April's just about wrapped up. Uh, how crazy the beginning of this year has been. Mm, yeah, um, it, it's been a topic of many conversations, and it's interesting comparing it to the end, the last four months of 2016, because those games weren't as big. The, the the fall season uh, of video games is when we sell the most games by a large margin. Mm. And so it's crazy to me that a lot of those games weren't as reviewed as well. A lot of those games were disappointments. Whereas at this season, the, the lowing selling, well, maybe the middle of uh, the summer is. But anyway, this idea that we had this huge rush of, of game reviews. And I did have to, like, check my stats. Uh, like, I was doing averages. I don't know if it's worth it. Is it? I don't want to talk about that too much. Uh <laughs> I went a little obsessive. But what I want to do okay. on today's podcast... I know podcast, been talking for the last 15 seconds, but I didn't I'm not, I'm not, didn't, didn't get it. What was said? Okay, Jones, <laughs> here's the deal. Uh, the games... The last four months of 2016 sucked, man. If you look yeah. at the, the, the top 10 what? highest review games... Sucked is a little harsh. But, no, but, you don't like Dishonored 2, so that's why you're saying that. But so, I mean, Hubert, Hubert, what do you think is the... Where do you, okay, of the top 10, where do you think Dishonored 2 falls? Top 5. He's, it's number 10 of an open critic. It had an 86 average, which is pretty That's good. That's so good. That's pretty good, yeah. right? Uh, so I looked at the top 10. You know, uh, okay. Forza Horizon 3 is there. Number one. Best reviewed game of... Number one? Yes. Wow. Yep. What's <laughs> Just solid. Let me have yeah. It's an easy game everyone can agree on. Let me, hear, let me hear a guess of what number two was. So the best reviewed game of the end of last year. Let's talk in the last four months. Shoot out some guesses. See, it's bad you can't even guess. Battlefield 1. Battlefield 1 is number 6. That's an 87 average. Uh, Dishonored. Uh, Deus Sorry, that's number 7. Uh, that was it? August. Yeah. Okay. FIFA. No. But that's, you know what? It's okay, I guess. Comes out, but I'm, I'm guessing something like that, like a standard. I'm going to throw some out that an I don't think. Some kind of annual game. I don't think you would ever would have guessed this. Number 2 is Owlboy. Owlboy. Oh, okay. Uh, Res Infinite was well-reviewed. Yeah. yeah it was. Uh, Civilization oh, boy, 6. Mm-hmm. NBA 2K17. We got a sports game in yeah, there. Okay. Uh, Titanfall 2, Battlefield 1, as Blood said, Pokemon Sun and Moon, 
uh, Picross 3D Round 2. Wow. Yeah, Picross, a lot of people say, and Dishonored 2. Um, that's an average of 87.8 if we're looking at open critic numbers. And you look at this year, our average is above 90. It's so hard to get a score yeah. above 90, and yeah. the average yeah. is above 90 for the top 10 games of this year so far. Uh, and so I think it's really easy to look at those games and have that conversation. Look, all oh, these good games, look at these. What I wanted to do today is look back at the first four months of last year, of 2016. Oh, okay. And play a game called One Year Later, Alive or Sleeping? <laughs> and so uh, we're talking about these games in the present sleepin tense. Sleeping meaning, what's sleeping? It's not hot right now. Came and went. Came and went. Okay. So it'll make sense. I think there's some of these that will not spur a discussion. There's a lot of games that we're just going to say sleeping across the board. <laughs> but I still think interesting to look back upon is like, oh, that, just, that happened last year? So, here we go. From the beginning, from January. Not a lot happened in January of 2016. Mario and Luigi Paper Jam was released. Hmm? Alive or sleeping? Sleeping. Sleeping. Yeah, sleeping. That's obviously yeah, yeah. sleeping. Yeah. That game's sleeping so hard. <laughs> People are still cherishing that game? I don't think so. That's a sleeping. What about Dying Light Remastered? No. Nah. Not on the list, Uber. Dude, you got to You got these remasters, man. I don't like. They don't get me it heated. It was so good. They added the the DLC. Tell me, it's alive it? right now. But is that woke Dying Light back little, up. But a yeah. year later, now is it still awake? Dying Light. All right. Is it sleeping? I initially reviewed that game. We'll add it to ago. the list if you admit it's sleeping. Better, the remaster. I'm sh- no, I'm. Sh- we got yeah, vehicles and yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy stuff. Explorers. Do you remember this game? I do. Oh yeah, Brad. Yeah, yeah. We, that was we one of the last video videos we produced. We had a video was... we titled "Exploring is Boring." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt oh bad. God. Yeah, I. I yeah. Oh that was a weird God. game because I like I cracked it open, being like, "Yes, here we go." And then like five hours later, I was like, "Oh boy, I'm so sleepy with this game." Yeah, I just can't. I do not have the fortitude to see this through to the end, and I was into it. Yes. It's just a slog. That's, That's the game. thing, that Jones. Is a is a, it's a game I wanted to like, and yeah. Yeah, just I couldn't see myself. Not to mention, really anything released in the 3DS at this point is sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> anything available for the 3DS at this point is sleeping, unfortunately. No way, dude. Uh, just to switch out. Pokemon is healthy. Sure. What are the choices? Sleeping or alive? Alive. alive. Sleeping or grooving? Or grooving. You want to change the sleeping name? Sleeping or grooving? Okay, grooving okay. or sleeping? Right. Sleeping or grooving? Okay. Okay. The witness. Sleeping or grooving? Uh. This is where I like. I'm. I'm wondering about your. I think it's grooving. I, I think it's grooving. I could. Yeah. I could see a little groove going on there. Um. Yeah. Uh. O'Dwyer just did a documentary on it. Yep. It was right. fascinating. Got about a lot of buzz secrets. And, yeah. And and he's you know he can't stop shooting whenever he does anything. So he just rolls out all these special features, bonus interviews, and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. that community will be talking about witness for. So this is almost like the next a skip or don't skip kind of thing. Mm, no. Like if you if you hadn't played this game yet. Oh. Sure, you you would still recommend it. You know, I never yeah. like recommendations, but yeah, I can absolutely see you there. Yeah, it's yeah, grooving. So yeah, grooving on that. Yeah, it's a, Whereas it's those a, others are like yeah, they're sleeping. I think yeah, I think that game will <laughs> yeah. live for a long time. Somebody just brought it up when I was talking about backlogs and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh man, the witness. My mom is still playing the witness. Nice. She just did the tree houses. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got wow. that laser. Yeah. On PC or on uh, PS4. Wow. Yeah. I'm super impressed. Okay. I'm, I'm super impressed your mom owns a PS4. Well, my dad does, yeah. but yeah, she plays it. You know what? It's, it's both of theirs now. It's yeah. more hers than his. I got to be honest. Uh, we're moving into February. That was a, January was not hot last year. Uh, Sleeping. Yeah. This unless is why, you're playing Dying Light. I think this is why this year seems so crazy. Is like, oh, unless you're playing Dying Light. XCOM 2. I was just going to say, wasn't that January though? That was February? I have this as February 5th. Huh. 
Um, I remember that being the Groove. first good game of 2006. I'm going to go on and let me say Groovin. It, uh, yeah. That game is Groovin? Yeah, wasn't there just a re-release somewhere with um, XCOM? Something just happened with XCOM 2. Something just happened. You were, I don't know what just happened. Prove it. Proving it. I'm going to prove that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that it... It's kind of like The Witness, and like it may not have the buzz right now, but it's still a really solid, good game. And it's, you know, if you're going to play a strategy game, that's like one of the top ones to pick. Yeah, I hear you. I, in that particular type of strategy, that turn-based strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right, Blood. In that- I've, actually, yeah, I've, I've seen some things from some of our followers on the Twitter feed where like they were using our names, putting everyone from the community into their XCOM. Nice. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Cool. I feel comfortable giving that groove into you, Johns. Uh, sure. Cool. That's a grooving game. Yeah. Firewatch came out in February of last year. That game uh, is surprisingly grooving. It is surprisingly oh grooving. Oh my yeah. gosh! Oh, yeah. That's my that's the last GT review, man. That's a. Like, a Ian and I were at GDC at uh, the, the awards. The, the voice oh, actress yeah. uh, just won an award. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, they won a lot of awards. Yeah. That and, and we were both just like, are we? crazy for not thinking this game should be nominated for this many awards wait have you uh, played it oh yeah oh okay uh i, guess I it played wasn't... it my wife played it like three times um whoa hold on three it wasn't times? too recently it was just uh september 30th the oh, okay. console versions came out ps4 That's Xbox One. the console versions came Huber, out september late. was so I, I, long I ago i thought it was sooner I'm taking a werehog, dude. All right. I thought it was, you know, it's, that's basically October. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I want to know why Blood's wife played this game three times. To get, I, she I was really times. into the story. She was interested in finding the Firewatch. alternate endings or whatever. Else, you know, three times, Joe? Three times. Are there alternate endings? I thought it's just one. Uh, I I was I tested that basically. Oh, okay, it's, gotcha. it's it's short enough that I knew that second playthrough. I was like, I want to see if I can get an ending that I want, and did a couple things differently, and was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And like the, the the path to getting there was this was a little different, you know. Like I experienced some stuff, did some things in a, in a different order, uh, and then. Uh, my website got shut down, and I played it a third time just because. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was because <laughs> it was the I last like, review that... I did there, and I had a lot of time on my hands. Yeah, and... I think it was similar <laughs> with that. Where it was like I, I was at GDC cathartic. last year, mm-hmm. and she was just at home by herself with my PC. So I skipped a very important game. Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. Oh, sleeping. Wait, so hold on. We should give an official groove into Firewatch, correct? Yeah, yeah. I- I've seen a lot of people mention Firewatch lately, and I kind of half, half said that story sleeping. too. Sleeping. Wait, there's more to the story. Uh, no, I'm just about about me and Ian at GDC because it's like oh, okay. I don't like I don't think it's a bad game. I enjoy the game. Yeah. But it's just like the connect between what I enjoyed of that game and like the amount of awards and accolades that it was getting. It's like my head still can't make the connection. Me too. That, Firewatch to me was a letdown. So I'm saying sleeping. That's a smug blood. That's a little bit smug. That's a smug blood. That was not what? humble blood. That was not humble blood. Uh, what? <laughs> no, yeah, I'm it was a little bit. Blood. I wouldn't say that's full smug. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that I'm negates his up. goal. I'm backing blood up. Wait, so are we... Is that I'm saying like, sleeping. But the Ouch. smug meters. Are... Okay. All right. I, I, like a, I like a difference of opinion. I'm cool with that. But Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. Sleep. 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 Hard oh. sleep. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Cutting logs. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> panel blood i need um, something here hard I'd, sleep i'd say based on they just announced the community a sequel. and the sequel yeah i'd say that game's actually probably grooving oh no you, you mad they announced a sequel jones i'm just i'm mad we're at a stalemate now it's 2v2 no 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 stalemate. i'm not a, i'm not a factor it's sleeping oh, well, officially then you lose. yeah yeah I'm just <laughs> there, are people, there are definitely people excited for that yeah like the shh put it back to sleep shh. 
Okay, no, that's okay. If you want to call it sleeping, it's sleeping. Uh, this is a really interesting one to me. Street Digital Fighter Five World. Sorry, Ooh. Digital World. Street Fighter Five, Huber. Ooh, grooving or sleeping? Um, I'm gonna say grooving because they just announced some new fighters. It's still ticking. It's still chugging along, but uh, you know, I don't think Street Fighter Five was as big as anyone thought it was going to be. And a lot of my perception, too, with Street Fighter V does come from Ben Moore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, time does not really allow Ben to sink his teeth into as much Street Fighter V as he wants to. But, uh, you know, he was kind of disappointed, too. And the way that game launched and, you know, all of the woes it had, lack of story mode in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think it ever got really going. So I'm going to say sleeping. Wow. I think people have moved on. And I think... Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom coming out. Hubert. Marvel vs. Capcom. Street Fighter Five is going to be on TBS this Friday. That's fine. Think about that, man. TBS is low budget. <sighs> you go from ESPN to TBS, oh. that is a downgrade. Oh. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal is going to be playing Street Fighter Five <laughs> on TBS this Friday. And it's sleeping? They what? just Yeah, they just paid him. So TBS is... <laughs> uh, I think it's a TBS thing, to be honest with you. Um... Oh. Uh, so they've been having weekly tournament, an invitational tournament on TBS. Uh, that's been great for Street wow. Fighter Five in particular. Uh, wow. Where they've invited pro players, but they've kind of picked what would be like interesting matchups and things like mm. that. Uh, I mean, the game is alive, of course. If yeah. if you yeah. want to look at it that way, it's you just you're saying it's not game. living up to its potential. Correct, and that is why I say sleeping. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why it's a difficult one because I think the community is really split on it. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's like there is a community there playing Street Fighter Five, but there's also a community that's like that was a big disappointment of last year. You know, so it was a year ago. It feels weird. Yeah, it's tough. Jones, you gotta. Oh, I say Groovin. I mean, they they oh, they still nice. have fighters to announce, right? Isn't there still like a couple random characters in the? Uh, yeah, there's a second season, and yeah, uh, I mean. today uh, one of this the third one leaked. So we had Akuma, and we had the woman who wears the Russian, the Russian hat. Yeah, I forget her name. Sorry. Oh, me too. But I mean, if, if the fan base is still anticipating anything that mm-hmm. has not been announced, that's Groovin. I mean, that's mm-hmm. okay. Like that game is still. Ooh, I mean, we got. Oh, Oh, is, this, is she having a nightmare? Sleepy bark. Some dreams. We're still we got, having it. Sophie's having a nightmare. If you we got Tekken those. Seven coming. We got Marvel vs. Capcom coming. We got Injustice Two coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time's ticking. Street Fighter Five and Injustice Two. I wonder. See you later. Oh, it's gonna be huge. I wonder how Injustice Two is gonna go. I think it's honestly gonna be huge. Quick uh, trailer impression from the uh, Marvel vs. Capcom hype. Okay, that's all I needed. Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I am Setsuna. Is a game that I was really excited about because of the story behind it. Yeah. And I played a bunch of it. I've never, I have not finished this game yet. Where is it yet? It is on no, Switch. It, it came out on Switch early. Yeah. Ah. Sleeping. Even though it's on Switch right now? Uh, yeah, that's the only reason I would say grooving. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise it could be, it could be otherwise in trouble. Oh, like, you're saying you have a free pass? You're going to say everything on Switch is grooving right now? Yeah. No, yes. it's on Switch, it's grooving. Yes. Yep. I mean, it's a recent no. release. Human resource machine. Really... Yep. Grooving. I am goo. What because is it called? Every single person. World of Goo has World come goo? out like nine times. Grooving. Every, you know, no, that's every what I mean. single person is going to finish Zelda and then wonder what they're going to do we with can't, their lives. Yeah, you can't you just put your Switch on the shelf. You can't say everything on Switch is grooving. I do agree with you on this. You can't just give it that free pass. Right. But that is the first announced, like, major port of the game it okay. moving to another substantial console uh i think it 
fits that console really well. It does. Uh, it I absolutely does. I think does. a turn-based game, on turn-based RPG on the Switch. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> you made you made good points. We're grooving. Are you mm-hmm. willing to groove on that, boy? I'll groove. Yeah. Good point. Okay, we're grooving on I Am Setsu. That's right. weird. Okay. Right. Cool. I, I, the 2016 portable. is grooving more than I expected. The portable <laughs> aspect of it. Turn-based. Uh, Plants for Zombies Garden Warfare 2 came out in February of last year. I see some applause for Hubert. Uh, yeah, at the time, but it's still... But I'm going to make you... I'm, you need to make a case for why this game is grooving. I don't know if it's grooving anymore. Right. But Doesn't yeah. it? I love it. I love that game. Yeah, yeah. So much. I feel it's so bad for this game. It lasted for a long something time. That, something that's like a free-to-play, or maybe it's just on the EA Origin or something. I feel like they did something... They added it to the vault? Recently. Mm. To like get people free access to it. Sure. But, man, I just... All these games I've thought about for some reason. Or another in 2017, and I have not a moment. Has been, my exactly. power has been dedicated that's to, this, to an excellent game. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that game. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's a matter what of was fun about this. Jones is, totally. is actually going through the the games of 2016. Yeah. Like, oh, oh yeah, that game. Love it. it. Hell of a sequel. Yeah, but I am a lot of fun stuff. That. A lot of customization. A lot of. You're saying uh, February? February 18th of 2016. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Checks out. Checks Fire Emblem Fates. I skipped over. No, February. Didn't Brad Brad reviewed it like in the summer for Easy Allies? I think he just took a long time. No. Yeah. Oh, fact check that. Okay. Fact check that, please. Thank you. Okay. Wow. It's not adding up to me. It adds up, blood. Uh, Fire Emblem Fates. Summer. Jones, is that grooving or or sleeping? Uh. I, do, I get so confused with that series. That's the dumb one that's three what... parts, and every time I say it's dumb... Is that the dumb... Japanese release date? Um, oh, that's possible, I guess. Um, Cub Osman, dude, you yep. were wrong. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I was going to... Yeah. Japanese release date. <laughs> oh, no. We but it came out in that year. Worldwide, so. PlayStation 4, Microsoft Windows, mm-hmm. July. Wow. 19th. Okay. So, let me just cross that out. Doesn't even count. <laughs> Not grooving. <laughs> Not applicable. Um, wait, so it's Fire Emblem Fates. Is that a Japanese release date too? Let's skip it. Uh, let's talk about Super. No, Hot. Fire Emblem Fates was February because I remember I downloaded that for GDC and then I never had any time to pull my 3DS. Out. Anytime I say, "Look, I just don't want to play this game because it's three different times over," people just get so mad at me. They say, "No, it's good. It, just play it three times, man." I, I can't. I, I won't. I refuse to. Never. I'm in for Valentia. I will. Fates. <laughs> I'm moving on, actually. You know what? I'm moving on. Uh, super hot. I think it's a game that's grooving. I think it is. Grooving. I just played it a couple weeks ago and loved it. Yeah, yeah. it felt pretty grooving to me. Hell yeah. Um, it's it's it just anytime. the VR version is grooving. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I, I think one of the things too that that really surprised me when I played that, and I've heard a lot of people comments about since, is there. There, there are a couple secrets in that game. There's a couple things. If you know, like, the surface-level knowledge of Super Hot, there's some fun stuff going on in that game that you're not aware of. And I was surprised that cat had not jumped completely out of the bag. That, like, oh, sure. when I was streaming it, a lot of people in chat were like, whoa, what's happening? And I saw someone on Twitter that was like, whoa, I just played Super Hot. I didn't know there was this whole other crazy thing going on. And they were like, oh, yeah, that's one of the best parts about that game. So mm. it's cool that, that people are still discovering that. Yeah. That's a smart move by them. I've yet to discover what that is. To not really advertise it that way to just be like yeah no it's a fun game orange people shooting guns you know yeah then you get in you're like wait a minute <laughs> cool, a cool cool context grooving how about stardew valley grooving so grooving again with the so switch they just said it's coming everyone's talking about it mm-hmm. i'm excited for that to, to be on switch because they got the co-op for a little indie game like that to be grooving this hard is it's heartening i like that that yeah. is like at the disco club 
grooving <laughs> yes. right now. The you floor go is blasting. Blasting. Yes. Stardew Valley theme song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sing the Stardew Valley theme song. I have no idea. By the way, Blood, you got my Werehog that I got from Huber. Uh, <laughs> WWE 2K16 came out in March. I guess we can't really say that's grooving because a new one came out since, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. But I will say 16 was... Wait, a new uh, one came out since? 17, yes. 17 came out? So they put out two no. wrestling games in one yes. year? I think about yeah, like March, right? Yeah. I think you've got another now, so weird thing. Is that like a single version day. of the game that came out later? That might be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Pokin Tournament came out in March of oh, last year. Oh, man. That game went to sleep. That game's sleeping. It's yeah. sleeping. The Snorlax style. Yep. It had a chance at Evo. Didn't make it this year. That game's sleeping. Shh. <laughs> don't wake Pokin. Don't, don't wake Pokin. <laughs> Uh, ooh, so this is weird. The Oculus Rift launched in March of uh, last year. Mm, that is weird. And it had a whole bunch of launch titles. And I want to know if the panel thinks that's a s- grooving or sleeping. Grooving. It's it's grooving. It but is. I'm worried that the I mean, if, VR... if, if, if Oculus is sleeping, VR is sleeping, you know, because yeah. it it'll always come up regardless of what you're playing. Because even if you get into it, if you get PSVR, and you're like, this VR is great. I heard about that other game. Like, it's like, that's an Oculus only. Like, ah. You know, like, you're going to hear the words Oculus at some point if you own a Vive or you own a PSVR. Sure. It feels like a year ago, though, there was such a fever and a passion for VR. It was was set to change the world. (laughs) It was on the precipice. Mm -hmm. It was about to explode in the industry. And now I feel like we're cruising along down the highway steadily but there's not a lot of buzz around it you anymore? think its eyes might be flickering a little it's like it's, it's, it's like, like grooving it's putting on its pajamas yeah you know yeah turning out the light yeah but i mean i'm seeing like, like milk more like, stuff from like smaller vr players and stuff like that so um i think i got like an invitation to e3 so e3 for uh <laughs> what i'm just kidding we need humble blood. Um, I'm talking about email. Like <laughs> Jones oh. loves us so much. Farpoint is coming out soon. That is that has oh, potential to be. Curious. That's yeah. not Oculus. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah that's I know, but I'm just saying VR. VR. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Okay, so yeah. that's kind of VR and dis- yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, and Resident Evil Seven was mm-hmm. was incredible. It's so yeah. weird. It is in a weird spot right now where you can't sense the enthusiasm. Yeah, I'm still playing those games, but yeah, it's, you know, I'm one person. Star Ocean, Integrity, and Faithlessness. Sleeping. Sleeping hard. That's all that needs to be said. Yeah, no. Uh-oh. Huber, I got one for you, I bud. know what's coming, baby. You April. know it's, it's April. It's early April. What happened in early April last year? The one true goatee of 2016. What is that? Thief Sin. Oh, no. I oh, have was that qu- June, actually? Quantum Break. April. Oh, Quantum Break, baby. Oh, mega snooze. They can sleep in. It's sleeping. Oh, really? You were, you're not going to give sleeping. that one? Oh, no. I, you know, I love the game. Uh-huh. I love it. Yeah. To death. Yeah. But I am in a, a very small group. <laughs> sure. That loves Quantum Break. Mm-hmm. First review. First review. First I think a lot of people will not go back to give that game a shot. I think it came and went. It's asleep. Right. It's out back. They've had enough. Let it lie. Let it lie. <laughs> That's what we have to do was for Uncharted April Break. or June? I don't June, think it was right? April. I really I think it was don't. June. Yeah. It's June. Because I don't have it down. Yeah, it's June. But as we can see, this list isn't completely accurate. Yeah, yeah. Dark Souls 3. 
Groovin', baby. Groovin'. It's Groovin', right? Yeah. Why is it Groovin'? The DLC yeah, just DLC. came out yeah, a couple DLC weeks ago. Out for sure. Hot DLC. I hear Easy Allies is doing a retro, too, which is mm-hmm. big, big, big It helps. News. It's definitely boosted it. Yeah. But it's interesting. I, when you go to Twitch, I like to do this, actually, to see what games are trending on Twitch. Dark Souls 3 is up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. It's mm-hmm. cool that that's a very streamed game. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that can happen. Great. A lot of player individual stories. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Great stream game, too, because uh, there's an audience that would not play it. They can just watch it instead. Yeah. I think... Uh, I think Games like that help. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I'd rather just watch. If you're on Twitch, you're grooving. Yeah. <laughs> but I do... Counter-Strike? Think... Groove. <laughs> <laughs> it is. MOBA's grooving. Yeah, MOBA's are grooving. <laughs> uh, Ratchet and Clank. Sleeping. It is sleeping. Even they got a movie, too, and everything the movie on Netflix. tanked. But... Yeah. Hard. Yeah, that def- that's a factor, right? Mm-hmm. Huge tank. Here's the thing, though. It's I'm a, still. It's that was a, supposed to be a reboot, and I don't know. Oh, man. I'm still losing sleep. Over I don't that. know what's gonna happen. Like, you don't think there's a Rocket Ratchet and Clank two based off reaction? what happened here, Blair? <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's a hunger for it right now. Sure. For Ratchet specifically, or for the reboot for, to get a sequel, Ratchet and yeah, Clank like if two. We saw E3 oh, right. Ratchet yeah. game. The like, how well would it go over? Yeah, gorgeous game though, man. Oh, oh, just a pretty game to see happen yeah <laughs> whether I, backgrounds or stuff exploding or what you just it's kind of like it's like insomniac it's okay if you just work on spider-man oh yeah i think like, i think that's kind of where we are right now <laughs> yeah it's like you know if you're planning a ratchet sequel stop it right now just... <laughs> let's put those people on my... cleaning up spider-man we're yeah. making sure it's a real good that's one of my favorite franchises and i think like what we're saying that is that is a tough spot you know it kind of there was this whole new audience for Ratchet and Clank because it was a reboot. So, mm-hmm. so many people that had never played a Ratchet and Clank game were blown away. They were like, wow, this is absolutely incredible. Yeah. And then there was this, the audience of people that have played every single one or played a bunch of them, where it's like, well, we've already done a lot of this. We've already done, you know, this story, this kind of a reimagining of the first game. So, it's like coming off of Kraken Time, which was like a really great conclusion to the story that had been told for a long time so Mm -hmm. it's like that weird spot of our new the newer fans eager for a sequel or the the veteran fans eager for a sequel it's like a such a weird place yeah sleeping well and it just it's had this weird kind of almost b-level marketing treatment over the past oh my god six years yeah The, the reboot that's so fair. Disrespect. It's crazy because there's a movie. There's yeah. a movie yeah. in theaters, and you still don't feel like there was that push. Yep. <laughs> it was a forty dollar game. I know what, that. What was that the one before that? Into the Nexus, right? Yeah. Into the Nexus. And that was like up. a really good game, right? <gasps> mm-hmm. Yeah. Came out digital People only. Had no way of knowing that was going to be a really good game. It took Huber. Huber had to be like, Kyle, dude, try into it. the and Nexus. I, and I did. I played yeah. Into the Nexus. Cool game. So good. Yeah. Tail into PS3. Was PS4 out yet? Or it was like I think PS4 was out, dude. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was really hard to go back and play it, mm-hmm. but it was so fun. Oh, to the Nexus. <laughs> Quest for Booty's really cool. Quest for Booty, Cracking Time. Yeah. It, like, and then to go back to just kind of bare bones Ratchet and Clank reboot was mm-hmm. it was tough. Oh, bare bones is it wasn't fair, bare, man. There's, they're doing it's not a lot bare of bones, stuff but it was like the exact same guns we'd been using forever. There was mm-hmm. one or two new guns. The D Pixelizer was amazing, but it's like I wanted, I wanted kill things with new weapons you know I'm gonna, i love the variety look, look at like the the the, <laughs> the rebirth the tomb raider had you know yeah. that we're still kind of enjoying tomb raider sure. 3 there's still no question it. that's happening yeah, you yeah. know like that is on a trajectory now and that's because they 
embraced elements of the original Tomb Raider, but made a brand new game. Yes. Whereas, like, this was kind of, like, Same. both, I guess? It's we. It was just this kind of weird middle road mm-hmm. where it's just like, what am I really excited about here? Like, I love this, but... That's a fair you know, parallel. It's like, you had that. this opportunity. It's good. Uh, you know, I think I think it would have been really interesting for them to just, like, this. Is, you're going to meet Clank first. Like, whoa! You know, yeah. like, really shake the whole system up. Totally. That would have been interesting. And I think you do, but... It- Right, yeah, but I mean, like, like you're a, on Clank's planet, or yeah, Ratchet yeah, yeah. gets there, or something. I don't That's know. cool, yeah. Playing as Clank, just like jump straight to the clock, while, maybe like yeah. open with that, you know, and like, and, and it, so, so you know that about. So it, it, there is continuity, yeah. like it's kind of going back and re, yeah, hmm. for sure. Uh, Bravely second and layer. Boy, Sleep a in. game I thought I was gonna play. Me too, John. Extensively. Yeah. Sleep. And what's crazy? We've we've yeah. already seen that team's next game, and it's not a Bravely uh, default game. Octopath yeah. Traveler. Oh, is yeah. it called Project Octopath Traveler? Probably. Is, which is I crazy. I love games that are called Project. But and like Octopath Traveler is such a specific <laughs> name that you don't see after Project yeah. very often. Yeah, that's right. It's like, all right. Uh, and it looks really cool. It's okay if you're sleeping. It's okay. Oh, sure. Yeah. But uh, is that on 3DS coming up? Octopath? That's Switch. Switch, yeah. baby. That's a Switch game. Nice. Yes. Cool. Finally. I haven't seen that. This is, I will... I will not accept. This podcast will not move forward until I hear three sleepins on this next oh, one. Whoa, okay. Star Fox Zero. Sleeping. Oh yeah, that's Uh, hold on a second. I'm gonna have to check with my friend here. Okay. Oh, God. Star Fox Zero. I didn't play Star Fox Zero. Well, it came out on on Wii U, uh, and I thought it was really cool because it had the mechanic with like in the cot to sleeping. Really? Are you just you're not gonna <laughs> sleeping? Okay, so sleeping. I was trying to. It had elements, you know. It's like we can. I just want to. I just want to have a conversation. Sleeping, okay. He's not in. Because Jones, you make up. You make a great point. I don't want to be like your hand over here. We can talk about Star Fox Zero because it is a huge deal. It is. It's a Star Fox game, a canon Star Fox game. It should be a huge deal. It should be grooving. Does it have a legacy? The hand says no. Does that game is sleeping? It's not only sleeping. It it's having nightmares right now. (laughs) Star Fox is asleep. In a cold sweat, <laughs> shaking <laughs> with nightmares, thinking yeah. about its glory days of yeah. the past. I do. I feel like that was its shot. Yeah. Oh, but am I being too negative? Um, no. I mean, I, I still want to play that game sometime. But I, 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 I Ooh, it's got a little I, groove. Yeah, right? it's didn't, got a little groove. I didn't get, didn't make the time. Uh, you know, a whole nother conversation. Another, bleh, a whole nother conversation I'd like to have is, if Star Fox is a seven, is that okay? You know, like when a game comes out and it's just okay, but it has that Star Fox legacy. Yeah, it's been gone for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, we want it to be so great, but it comes out and it's just okay. Yeah. You know, if you weren't really waiting or hyped for it that much and you played it, you'd be like, oh, this is good. This is fun. I'd recommend this. But it's like, wow, Star Fox is coming back. I'd give yeah. it like a four, though. <laughs> it's four on the Kyle scale for sure. Uh, but you're right, Huber. I think that's a fair point. Is that it is a seven, right? It is that kind but of it's game coming back. Yeah. Like, so it should have been better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's just, it was such a risky, weird control thing, and it's it's a cool idea. I just I think so many people just don't want weird control things, and so like if you're gonna bring back somebody's like favorite classic game but you're gonna like saddle it with this moving around and all of that then yeah it's it's a, it's a tough sell because either you're gonna have the patience to 
figure that out and see why it's cool or you're just going to not like it and call it trash. Yeah. There is no other option. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there aren't. And I mean, I did. I played through the whole game. I gave it my patience. Wow. And I think even with spot on controls, I would still give it a six. Well, it's it's. I'm not that familiar with the story, but I mean, sure. it is sort of a retelling of the 64 story too, right? Yeah. Just like Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a sort yeah. of going back sequel new stuff, but mm-hmm. old really. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. It, and so that's muddy. strange because it's like, why? Why? <laughs> it's, not, it's not something you need to retell the same story. The, they were nervous of making more, adding more story onto it. And they're just like, well, it's a simple story. Let's just tell that simple story. We already told twice. Cause 64 is the SNES game again. Oh boy! I'm well, gonna eat it no, up. 64 and SNES don't. I mean, SNES doesn't really have much of a story. Just kind of like go out and kill Andros. Or 64, like it had the thing with the dad, and you had some co-pilots that come in, and right. some relationships there. But the story of 64 is not and... a sequel. It's like we're going back to that point again. We're meeting Andros mm-hmm. again for the first time. I'm sorry. Do y'all hear that? I didn't. I was snoozing. Yeah, <laughs> I missed it. It sounds like it's podcast halftime. Completely snoozing on that one. Hooah! The following are the official sponsors Hoo-ah. of Easy Allies for the month of April. Michael Kozachenko, who you can follow at Misha Koz. Richard Smuts, who you can follow at Thoraxis. Mango. Ikeelis. Need a new car key or remote? Ikeelis.com has been in the key replacement business since 2002. Check them out today and they can help save you up to 75% off of the dealership's prices. If you type in offer code EZA at checkout, you'll get 15% off of your order. Hogue Law, business law firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. At Hogue Law, they're not just attorneys, they're entrepreneurs with more than a decade of experience representing software, hardware, and game developers, and we're developers themselves. They're proud to support the allies, so check them out at www.hoaglaw.com. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Sweet Justice, a sound design company from England that focuses on audio for game cinematics and trailers. They're also heavily involved in sound design and sound implementation for games. They've worked on Battlefield, Mirror's Edge, Call of Duty, and a load of indies. You can see and hear their work at www.sweetjustice.audio. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. And that's April. Mwah. Yeah, which means this, we're also thanking our um, producers this podcast week, this week as producers. well. Yeah, mm. Podcast producers. Uh, it's now time for Love and Respect. Love and respect. Now, yeah, we can do this one. This is not a now. This is not a... I'm sorry for introducing this in a sassy fashion. Hey, now. Hey, no, now. Did you almost summon... Hey, now. All-star? What now? Oh, okay. Oh, so hey, now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you summoned them. <laughs> okay, so... Um, hey, allies. I recently finished Shovel Knight Spectre of Torments. I really enjoyed the game, but I couldn't help but be somewhat disappointed uh, by the story. Bothered, sorry. While it isn't really bad, it kind of felt pointless because, well, it's a prequel. 
There's almost a feeling of dread for me when playing a game or watching a movie that's a prequel in a franchise, mostly because I know the ending has to, in some sort of small way, connect to the continuity of the rest of the series, and that creates predictability that often hurts the final hour or two. So my question to the panel is, is it possible to make a prequel that adheres to the lore, but at the same time can still be surprising? Also, any suggestions of games or movies, here you go, mm-hmm. Huber, that do this right would be appreciated. Love and respect, Sam. Oh, Jones wants first in on you this. Go ahead, Jones. Go I ahead, Jones. Sorry, prequel. It does get into some early stuff, but the uh, Evil Within, two DLCs. Nice. I thought were fantastic. Fantastic. Tell because, us why. Tell us why. Uh, well, part of this it's, is... It's kind of parallel, yeah. but... But there are some bits, yeah. clearly, that happened before any yes. of this stuff went down. Okay. Uh, and... Even within kind of gets a pass because it is a nightmarish amalgamation of who the hell knows what's actually happening here. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is that context that's fascinating to explore these nightmarish events Mm -hmm. from two perspectives. I do feel because you go into things expecting like, oh, I remember this from Evil Within, then you're like, Mm -hmm. wait, that's not how that happened, and so you realize like, oh, yeah, these people were actually experiencing different things. Yeah, and so that means neither one was real. So what was actually happening? And uh, I was very interested in those, surprisingly so. Uh, um. That's, che- that's cheating. DLC's cheating. DLC's not cheating. Yeah, we're talking prequels. Like, this is the game. This Why can't is the a DLC movie. be a prequel? It can, but it's like, it's low commitment. It's low risk. Well, you, don't have to deal with, you don't have to deal with a whole game of playing through this, leading up to this moment. Sure. Well, I'm this climax. But, never. but, the, but I would just said that because uh, uh, the th- this is DLC that was the subject of the question. Sure, sure. I'm never, ever going to pass up an opportunity wow. to talk about Last of Us. <laughs> okay. Left Behind. Uh, you kind of know where it's going to go with Ellie, but her relationship, you don't, you don't know exactly where that's going to go. Um, Yakuza 0. Yakuza. Yakuza 0. When you, uh, I'm trying to say, Last of Us, when you get greater insight into a character, Mm -hmm. that's the kind of prequels that I like. Yes. You know, when it's not. It's not about what is going to happen, but why is it going to happen? Yes. And that's what I, that's why I brought up Yakuza, because like uh, from from my experience hearing you talk about it, there was yes. a lot of like, we know these people have a falling out, we know this guy dies, we know this person double-crosses this person, we just don't know why. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think that's like the, the number one thing that you have to focus on, is the, 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 the difference between a good pe- prequel and a bad prequel, was all of the, when, when the, other than bad writing and effects and... Uh, um, acting in the Star Wars prequels is when they, whenever like Obi Wan was in trouble, you know, it was like, oh no, Obi Wan, don't fall, and it's like he's not gonna fall because yeah. I know. But if like he died and then became a clone and that was the Obi Wan, we know like, whoa, here we go. I didn't know that. Jones, can you imagine? <laughs> can you <laughs> imagine? Was like, <laughs> the uproar if Obi Wan was a clone the whole time. But then don't yeah. don't even bother getting into Obi Wan's in trouble moments. Sure, because I don't yeah, care. Yeah. You know, I like you. maybe yeah. show him in danger and just get out of that scene because I don't care. Yeah. Whereas like, why did Anakin? You know, what kind of what I like about these? What kind of what I like about Clone Wars? Dies, the though, dude, Qui Gon dies right there. That's a big character moment for Obi Wan. Exactly. Gives you that was a positive. Yeah, yeah. We didn't know Qui Gon. We didn't know. But Jones is saying like, why have Obi Wan in danger? Like putting yeah. Qui Gon in danger, not great, necessarily. Yeah. Don't put him in danger. Just don't focus yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah, that's actually you what I like. Don't about... have the cliffhanger Obi Wan yeah, moment because, yeah. like, ugh. I like that in Clone Wars the series introduces character Ahsoka, and it's like, wait, something bad's gonna happen to Ahsoka because she's not around in the trilogy. So it's like that's kind of cool. Um, I really yeah. enjoyed the one crazy summer prequel on Netflix. 
because they like make fun of it being dumb. They're like, this what is that a prequel sense. to? Uh, it's a prequel to the original. No, not One Crazy Summer. One Wet Hot American Summer. Sorry. Uh, there's a movie called One Crazy Summer that you should look up. It's very funny. Uh, John Cusack, I believe. Uh, but I will not. But they, at the no. end of that, they, they made it like what, 10 years later than the, yeah. the, the original. And so they're like, we're going to have so much fun this weekend. We're going to lose 10 years off of our, you know, off our age or something. So like they yeah. allude to the fact that like this doesn't make sense. This um, is completely absurd. But they also, I think, talking prequels, they do some... I think comedic cheap things that prequels like to do. You know, they made someone an FBI background like investigator, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. private or uh, you know undercover yeah. investigator. So the entire movie of Wet Hot American Summer that never comes up, and so it's kind of making fun of cheap stuff like that, revealing things about characters. Um, I want to talk about what I believe is the best video game prequel, perhaps of all time, Metal Gear Solid Three. Mm. So, Ooh. Metal Gear Solid Three, I'm gonna say, plays it a little loose with the lore, and I think. That's the way to do it. The question was, you know, it adheres to the lore. And I think you do have to goose around with it a little bit. Uh, or you don't have to, but I think you have to allow yourself to. You have to allow yourself to tell a story you want to tell. And what Metal Gear Solid 3 t- sets out to do is give you context, give you understanding behind Big Boss. And I love that. Yeah. And it does find new and interesting stories to tell uh, in a prequel. Uh, there is drama in there. Um that's why it succeeds so well is because yeah. big boss is in the nes ones mm-hmm. but you're still playing a solid snake for metal gear metal gear solid yeah you know so when you play as a different character yeah i love that you're right whereas you look at something like god of war ascension Ooh, where yeah. it's like kratos and you totally know everything like you know exactly where it's going beat for beat mm-hmm. you're like this this can't really surprise me at all um, because they didn't really capture his humanity as well, you know, because something like Last of Us with Ellie and Riley or Yakuza, you know, again, it's a different twist on the character. You see them before they're damaged or before they're, they're on their journey that, you know, is in like the original source material. So I think God of War Ascension is not a good example. But I would say like really play up Kratos' awfulness, you know, yeah. then then have lots of people telling him like, you're going to get what's mm-hmm. coming to you, man. Just so you're like, yeah, yeah he is. I know he is, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like. It's not, you don't, don't play it to me where it's just like, who knows how this is going to end? Be like, yeah. you, I know you know, yeah. so I'm going to play up all those moments. I'm but then I not know how it ever But then you look at like Ghost of Sparta, like, which yeah. is a prequel to two, but also yeah. a sequel to one. So it's kind of this like in-between game. And that's mm-hmm. amazing because you learn all about his brother. Yeah. Uh, that's a great, great story. Ghost of Sparta is good. Well, uh, why, why though? Why? You, uh, you learn... It's like the most human representation of Kratos. And so you have he, a greater understanding of Kratos greater after understanding playing of Kratos. Kratos. He regrets things, you know. There, whereas in Ascension, he's like, yeah, I'm just working for Ares, you know. And then the other ones are like his path for revenge. So a lot of people say it's one note. I love it, but it's still him on the path of revenge. Whereas Ghost of Sparta, he thinks he's like, yeah, I regret what happened with. So he's, a, he's actually a better character in Ascension than he is in 2? Ascension? Yeah. Sorry, no, no. no. What's it called? Oh, Ghost, Ghost of Sparta? Sparta? He's a better character in Ghost of Sparta than he is in 2? I think so, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah like, uh, distance in the timeline from a thing also helps. You're the, right. In Metal Gear Solid 3 case, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, uh, uh, Knights of the Old Republic is a prequel. Sure. Technically. Yeah, that's <laughs> a really know, good example. Going back into yep. that history. 
Um, but and and alongside uh, Star Wars, Rogue One, I thought was excellent because it focused in so much on other places, other people, other stuff that was happening. So mm. when it finally you know makes this you know really hard intersection with you know the stuff that we're familiar with, yeah, it's fun to draw that tie. Uh, so Rogue like, One was okay. really good to introduce no names too because mm-hmm. that adds drama. Yeah. That's yeah. that's how I kind of want to end that is. Wait, don't end it yet, because Bloodworth okay, hasn't said sorry. a word yet. I don't want to end it. Bloodworth has not said end, one word in this whole thing. I want to end my contribution. Okay, I want to say, right. because I felt the same way for a very long time with prequels. Uh, you know, it, it's a spoiler. You already know everything. The, yeah. the prequel is spoiled before mm-hmm. you get into it. Right. But I started taking the focus off of what happens and the plot, and I started zoning in on characters. characters. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have a specific example of something... Uh, Sex. Is sex. Yeah, human revolution. revolution. Oh, yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah, I think that, that actually, actually, yeah, that probably is good because it is nice. a different. Yeah, it, it's a different whole take on the series, but it's so far, so far before any of that happens that they can kind of almost create the lore from scratch. You know, it's it brings in some of those characters and stuff, but they're so early on that there's there's not a whole lot there that they have to worry about integrating um the the thoughts of the original game um one of the things i was going to say when we're talking about um seeing people being in danger and stuff that like i feel like they're you know and i know it's hard to coordinate but people need to do a better job of that with trailers you know because so many times when you like watch something or play something you you lose again you like you get these danger moments and i'm like well i've seen something where i know that they're still alive after this that's why you have to do media blackout but that's you how have some, to. but sometimes it's like the first trailer for a thing you didn't even know about that's sure you, yeah you know it's no i hear you so or they'll do those like they'll do like the the flash forward scenes where like you'll see people and then there'll oh, be like a scene God, where they're yeah. in danger and like i no you already told me that this person's gonna live you mm-hmm. know, so yeah so yeah so those kinds of things yeah um, they're kind of weird and then yeah like you're saying like the god of war gears of war things where they're just sort of rehashing of tales that you've already yeah. read and like yeah. some backstory or comic mm-hmm. yeah. and i'm like okay we're just seeing this thing play out yeah um it definitely affects games it makes them less interesting there are ways to do it but for the most part they fumble what i yeah. what i think uh and it's probably not going to happen but what i think uh could have interesting prequels is like uh uncharted you know he's done things before and in between those Those are some of the best moments of those games is when you do get those little glimpses oh my god uncharted 3 baby i don't when you're a kid you meet Sully. oh yeah no 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 uncharted no no hero we're talking about a whole game of like a younger drake no way it's already been done you could do a younger uh chloe yeah nadine you can absolutely blood i think there's no way you tell us an interesting nathan drake story again because that's mostly three yeah you're young drake for any and And four four, four, and four yeah it's where would you even go blood yeah i mean his like his life is pretty much i i don't know i think there's a huge chunk of time between when he met Sully mm-hmm. and that first game. I mean, let's be honest. That game where he be was amazing. doing a lot of stuff. talking about right now. <laughs> if Naughty Dog really wanted to do that. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Like, all that right. game would be incredible. Okay. <laughs> uh, but they have touched on a lot of that, yeah. And I do think it, we kind of lost uh, uh, talking about Shovel Knight in particular. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of problems with that story, but that's a really good platforming game. <laughs> no, uh, Spectre sure. Torment. Shovel Knight 
Solo, Shovel Knight Vanilla, great story. Mm-hmm. Spectre Torment, I'm not into big time story-wise, but that game is so fun to play. Absolutely, I can't not recommend it. It's grooving. Uh, I want to play a quick game. And this game is actually interesting because it only evol- involves uh, Huber and Bloodworth. Oh. oh. All right, okay. well, yeah, that's that's good part. Yeah, Jones, if you want to... Adios. Yeah. So I kind of, like, I need that break right there, but okay. Hey, allies, <laughs> I call this game... Who are you again? Here are ten games. Well, let's do five. We gotta. Uh, we're only gonna do five. Uh, here six. Six video games or game-related things. For each, Daniel must give a few reasons why someone should be hyped, and Michael must give a few reasons why someone should be cautious. No. Mm-hmm. Have fun and always love and respect, Chase. Do so we understand the rules? Three reasons. Yeah. No, uh, a few reasons. Oh, okay, okay. So just like a small appeal. One to three reasons. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Ooh, I'm going to start with this one because it's super hard for Huber. <laughs> don't even say Lost Legacy. Please don't. Not on here. It's all right. Okay, good. Super Mario Odyssey. Dude. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Blood, Go why should on, someone be hyped about Super Mario oh, Odyssey? I mean, it's bringing <laughs> Mario back into a huge sandbox kind of environment that we haven't seen since tomorrow sunshine Mm -hmm. um it's you know it's really like any kind of like really big 3d platforming games have kind of sat out like the last generation you know like 3d world was sort of like this you know wasn't even it wasn't even galaxy it was just kind of like this hybrid 2d 3d kind of feel to it whereas you know more more linear levels um and then you know we've got um new crazy new environments like fantastic graphics um and yeah i i think that this is like something that nintendo is like really putting like their focus on making a great mario game um for those fans huber why should someone be cautious about super mario odyssey i love this (laughs) uh the real world setting is bizarre of one world of one the world. real world setting, just even being in the game for a moment, <laughs> bad will, sign. Will forever, bad sign. will forever change your memories and perception of the entire Super Mario franchise. It's a good game. What if they change all the people in that city to like the Delfino guys? Oh no, I'd be mad. I would be so mad. Don't bail now. Don't bail now. All right, uh, we'll go. We'll go in reverse. I'm so pumped about that robot. Huber, why should somebody be cautious about Bioware? Bioware? Yeah. The studio? The studio mm-hmm. who just published... Oh, yeah, because, I mean, Mass Effect Andromeda, you know, you look at that. You even go back to Mass Effect 3, which disappointed a lot of people. So that was kind of the first mm-hmm. misstep. Yeah. And this is a big misstep with Andromeda. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, they're on the downhill. Oh, they're on the downhill with Andromeda. You know, you, you've you taken a revered franchise like Mass Effect. But they said they're going to fix it. You fumbled. Were? They fumbled twice. They fumbled at the finish line for three. Mm-hmm. And they, now they fumbled again with Andromeda. Blood, why should someone be hyped about Bioware right now? From my understanding, mm-hmm. and this is sort of hearsay. I haven't really looked into this, obviously. Whoa. My understanding oh my. is oh my. that the, um, the team that did Andromeda was sort of the B team. 
It was the team that did the DLCs for uh, two and three, and so that, this is that the, three DLC is the best part. This is the first um, Citadel. Well, maybe it's specifically two, but anyways, mm-hmm. this is like the first like full game, like they've had to deal with. So that means the people that have made the main Mass Effect games are working on something. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got their attention directed elsewhere, uh, and. Uh, they could really uh, be pumping out something that's really worth looking forward to, whether it's going back to one of their old franchises or whether it's going back to Star Wars. Microsoft's E3 presentation. Why should I be hyped, blood? You should be hyped because they have a new system coming out and they have uh, a lot to prove with that system. Mm -hmm. And uh, they are really... um, They're back at what they just said something about publishing like 500 Xbox ID games or something like that. They're like, they're really, you know, behind their indie games, Cuphead forever. Uh, but, you know, they, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I think that, uh, I think with this new system, they're going to have new games that are, are going to justify putting some, you know, putting some more investment into the Xbox ecosystem. It's like sort of like Horizon on the PS4 Pro. It's like, I have to play that game in the best resolution that I can. Heber, why should we be cautious? If you're tired of Gears Halo Forza, you should be cautious. But they're going to announce new games, right? Are they? Yeah. I'm not holding my breath. It's not easy. You're doing good, good, good job. <laughs> this is a good game. Okay, wow. Huber. <laughs> Nintendo Switch. Why should I be cautious? Beat Zelda. Put it on my shelf. <laughs> Am I going to be waiting uh, seven months in between each game? You know, I look back at the previous two mm-hmm. Nintendo consoles, Wii and the Wii U, and uh, the droughts were unacceptable. They were they were long, long stretches of a barren wasteland in between games that I cared about. Blood, why should I be hyped about the Nintendo Switch? Uh, it is the fastest selling Nintendo console of all time. And Big whoop. That, that means that there's a lot of people coming to it. That means that there's going to be more attention uh, coming to it. Uh, to counter what Huber said, there has been a steady stream of... Uh, Smaller indie games that are worth your time coming out almost every week. Mr. Shifty. Uh, Mr. Shifty just came out. It's on other yeah, systems. Wonder Boy is on there. Some of them are on other systems. Some of them are coming first uh, to Switch. Um, and then there are others, you know, where, like we've said a couple of times already, like the portability of the Switch really does make a difference. The portability makes a difference for Tetris. Puyo Puyo Tetris, for sure. The portability makes a Difference for something like a Disgaea 5 or I Am Setsuna is what we brought up earlier. Um, and so I think there's just there's going to be those games um, where it's like, yeah, like Mario Kart. Like, you want to play that with friends in the same room? You just bring your Switch and, and, and like, here, let's play some Mario Kart right now. I feel bad for Huber. We need to give him a softball. Right. One that he can easily feel like he's, he can give us the cautious talk. And then it's gonna be some cautious talk. It's yeah, gonna be hard I'm for proud. Bloodworth. This one's gonna be really hard for okay, Bloodworth. Okay. Not a lot of hype for this one. Okay. 
The last one game we're talking about, Red Dead Redemption 2. You <laughs> son of a... He loves it. He loves it. <laughs> Blood, why should I be hyped for Red oh, Dead know. Redemption oh, 2? Oh, you know. You've done it. You've said it. <laughs> you sat I... in this room and you've been negative about Red Dead. I think on the, I think the first chance yeah you beat you beat me to the punch you talked about Red Dead post There's... post trailer announcement before oh, I got to there you go baby multiplayer okay all right, all right so let's let Bud talk about why you should be hyped first um, escape escape I I think in a game that's flooded with open world games Red Dead will still make people uh, rethink open world games uh, Rockstar is very solid with what they do with their game design. And even now, watching Jones's Red Dead Redemption streams, you look at that game on that old dated hardware, mm. and it looks gorgeous. Yeah. And now you're going to see it on these new systems. You're going to see it on the PS4 Pro, and you're going to see it on the Scorpio, whatever it is. But the, the Benz is gone. Does, does Rockstar still have the magic? The lessons remain. It's got the yeah, writings on the wall. It's got it's got the magic. I mean the the like the great things they did with how they did the characters and the open world and the um, the music in that game, bringing in people, you know, who were not video game composers and getting them to create a great soundtrack. Um, yeah, I, I think there's there's a lot there to dig into and to explore. And uh, I, I think people are just going to have a lot of fun getting out on horses and robbing trains and banks and all that good stuff. Huber, why should I be cautious about Red Dead Redemption 2? Two words. What? Shark cards. What's a shark card? <laughs> GTA 5 yeah. online currency. So what? For years, they've been pumping out yachts. And apartments and free and up sunglasses. Free updates. I got my little bow tie. They're expanding Pay game modes for free because Pay of the, the whale. With your shark cards. Yeah, you, you want you want to do a heist? You better have an apartment. You better put, put the time in. Wait, that part's true, right? You what? can't do a heist in GTA Five Online without owning an apartment or, or something. Right. Or a friend. Okay. You. Right. Somebody, somebody on the team has yeah. to. Okay. Have a spot you can meet. Uh, yeah, so you multiplayer. think that's gonna be a problem with Red Dead Redemption Two? <laughs> I just hope. Multiplayer is not their primary focus. You it know, is. you look at GTA Five. Why would it not be? Capital why P, would baby. it not be? Yeah, money. Yeah, and it scares me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's uh, all about the dollar. It's all about the bottom line, and that's, uh, you know, not a place that I'm comfortable with uh, for a studio focusing on. You know, because that GTA I know Five game development is still all about cash, but you know, it just it just doesn't feel right. Those story expansions to five never came. They never I'm came. I'm starting to think they, they never will. Making oh, of course. Millions. Not now. Yeah. This... You still think not now? I, I think we're past that. Is story mode sleeping? Story mode is sleeping. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Online's grooving. It's cra it's, it's, yeah. It is amazing how many things they've added to online. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun game. Um, still, never, fun. still never made use of that racetrack, though. This not is fun for racetrack. Wait, what? This poor racetrack at GTA. Oh, five. in the prison, it's dude. It's opening soon. Yeah, in the prison. The prison you did get the, the prison. Heist. Uh, the heist. The yeah, there's a heist in the prison. So, oh, yeah. cool. There's, there's stuff to do in the prison, but we never get. To, to my knowledge, I mean, correct me in comments. 
Let us know. That'd be great. We'll add it to corrections and That next was not week. a fun game. I don't want to play it. That again. was such a fun game. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was fun. Oh, man. Poor Huber. And oh. the thing is, you could have played a role, but I think you honestly genuinely tried to say something mm-hmm. to be cautious about, which yeah. I really appreciate. Because Mario and Red Dead. Those are that's a goatee right there. So let me ask you, are you genuinely hurt about the, the city world? In Mario? Yeah. New no, Dog City? That's going to affect the way I perceive Mario for the rest forever. of my life? Yes. He's running around in the real world? What is this, Bob Hoskins? <laughs> like, it's yeah. weird, man. It's so weird. All right. My, yeah. But to, to, to play devil's advocate, I, I, I would say even calling it the real world is a stretch. Because it's not... They're not going for realism. It's like, like a, you, a human character, though. Humans more, with more human than others, But there still is an animated yeah. vibe to it. Yeah, there yeah. still is a, a specific style in how yeah. those people are drawn and <laughs> It's still Donk and, and not York. Yeah. Right. Give me that, Huber. Give I'm me the cool Donk. I am cool with it. I am just saying it is weird. <laughs> and it's if a it good weird. If it doesn't pay off mm-hmm. or if it's... How they can make it weirder yeah. Yeah. is if... They comment on if like if like Mario. if like yeah they comment on people if they see Mario like why you're so short or like you know like uh, Donkey Kong's making some announcement or something if he's the mayor or whatever who knows and somebody's watching him on TV and they're like how'd that monkey become mayor or like how'd that gorilla become mayor and it's like if they're they're like commenting on how bizarre how this doesn't fit then like yeah that'll be oh sure bizarre because why was kind of like loosey goosey whatever if it humans talk to donkey kong like he was just another person it's no big deal what if it's all about the world's like fusing or something oh no and that's why like too much much. that would honestly be too much story for the for a mario game i think (laughs) the fusing worlds he finds crystals and he can jump into the crystals and go other places that's all we need done he's got he's (laughs) he's flying around in a magic top hat that's enough yeah Yeah. he goes goes into like a tornado or something yeah when he flies around in his ship like like wizard of oz his his ship is a top hat jones um, it's a magician's top hat. His ship is shaped right. like a top hat. That's all you need. Yep. You don't need more than that. It's magic. Bowser yeah. in a tuxedo. Yeah. Bowser in a tuxedo. That's all you need. Throwing a hat around. Okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Let's do one more. Let's be quick about this. Okay. I don't want to hear a single um. Got that um, panel? Hmm. Great. Hey, allies. My question is simple. If you were to make a game, what game would you make? When it comes to learning more about a person, I find them... I find that asking them what they would like to create, if given the possibility, gives much more insight than you might initially think. I might look at someone and think, oh, they would totally make a super brutal axe-wielding action game, but be shocked that they would make a passive puzzle game in mind when asked. This is something I've been dying to learn about the Allies for ages now. Love and respect. Steven. Jones. Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. No budget. There's actually, there was more to this that said uh, it'd be interesting to have a limit. No, let's go go ahead. Sky's the limit. One of my goals in life. Whoa. One of the things that would make me happier than anything else I can possibly imagine would be to work with a large team and create, as far as I can tell, the first gothic horror massively multiplayer online role-playing game. It's like Bloodborne, but... In MMO. But everyone's in there. It's, it's very much not like Bloodborne, because Bloodborne's yeah, yeah, not a, a real place where me. this would be a real place. People would live there, you know? It's like there's no point in stopping the Frankenstein monster if he's not threatening anyone. What you know? was that MMO that was sort of like that? There has been MMOs with dark bents, but mm-hmm. like specifically, like, pop an interview with a vampire. That. Yeah, online. but I mean, it was like, it was sort of real people world. People preying on other people. Is there PvP playing, zones you is there do not want housing? to step into. Like, oh, do I get to live in a castle? Um, 
There are castles. I wouldn't. Yeah, maybe. maybe where, where does my character get to live? Uh, you are in the main like area. Like you're you're like London, like a big version of London, basically. Ooh, okay. Um, and and a lot of the people that live in this town do, are not aware that there's monsters. No big deal to them. There's a clear divide between the. Why? Where do I go for monsters? And the typical, you don't go anywhere for monsters. Like I don't. So the people in town who are not aware the monsters just don't see them. They don't believe them. If you if you if you finished a dungeon and went back into town and told a person like there's there's a through that door is a serial killer they'd be like ha you're funny then no okay so what are you talking about this is cool yeah I like that game Jones oh, that God. is cool that's really cool that's yeah. a true dream I can tell that's yeah. very yeah Hubert what do you want to make I don't know like uh it would be a horror game for sure oh um, see I did not expect that that is interesting survival horror. I mean, that's my passion. Survival horror. Okay. Um, First person or third person? Both. Both? Both. What do you mean both? Both. It ties into the story somehow. Ooh. Context. Okay. Different characters you and know? different perspectives. No, different what characters, do you mean? different perspectives. It's all about messing with your mind. Okay. Sometimes it's first person. Uh-huh. You know, and then something goes down, and all of a sudden it's, you know, you're someone else, or you it, think you're someone else. In one section, you just control a swarm of bees. <laughs> Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Don't make fun of Huber's game. I'm not. Make, are you saying you don't want to control a swarm of bees and like attack people? I do. Then we're fine. Okay. Because um, I always wanted, uh, I always wanted like Resident Evil Four and Five to have some fixed hammer parts. So that's where I go. With I, that. Like I don't understand mm. the parts. Like you really got to motivate this for me, Huber. Like I don't understand why we're switching perspectives forcibly. Maybe you're like blind or something. You you go blind with your first person character. Uh huh. And then something with like sensory awareness, you it go like pans back, and you can like only feel something. I don't know. Okay. Something, uh, something like some kind of new way. Okay. To enhance your senses in a survival horror game. Zombies? I feel like there's untapped potential there. Is there I know zombies? VR is a big thing. No zombies. Werewolves. No werewolves. What do we got? Ghosts? Ghosts. All oh, of those are sure. in my game, just okay. for reference. <laughs> Great. <laughs> there are ghosts. There are demons. Nice. Demon you possession. Got demons, too, got demons. Yep. Great. Demon possession. Ooh, demon possession freaks me out, yep. dude. There's demon possession. There mm. are friends. There are foes. Mm. There are people that are both. Is there some sort of uneasy alliance? There is potentially an uneasy alliance. Okay. Yes. Okay, I'm listening. Yep, there's definitely a mansion. The mansion is the end of the game. But you get like you get to the mansion and you think the game is over. The whole point of the game is like, all right, let's get to this mansion. It's safety. And you play for like a long time and you finally get to the mansion and you think the game is over and it's uh-huh. such a fake out ending. It's like no, the game's actually just beginning. <laughs> so you thought the mansion was safe. You thought the mansion was safe. See what I did there? Um, what I love about <laughs> Hubert, you started Enter off the survival Enter. horror. It, it started off so unclear what your idea was, and then yeah. it became more and more clear yeah. as we kept talking about it. Yeah. Do you go to the basement of the mansion? <laughs> you go to the basement. You go to the attic. Okay. You go to the cemetery. Great. Oh, the cemetery. All right. Uh, there's also a plane, a wrecked plane. Ooh. Yeah. Oh my goodness. There's a wrecked cool. plane and a real plane, and at one point you, you take off. swap the wait. You, you have take to swap off. the wrecked plane for yeah. the real plane. Yeah. In a You're puzzle. Like building a plane is is how you escape. Is that and that's not even the end of the game. That's no. just to get over to the mansion. Yeah. Okay. And the plane crash lands. <laughs> Great. Yeah. All right. Because then there's this whole big part on the plane where 
you think you made it out, but, but there's then, one of those. then the plane starts messing with you. The lights are going off. You're hitting turbulence. And then the prequel explains how that first plane crashed. Yeah. (laughs) Blood, what's your game? Well, the one I remembered for Jones was The Secret World. I don't know what you think think about that game. Oh, yeah. Well, that was modern. This would be, that was 21st century. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see. This would be a, yeah, this would be 18th century. Got it. 1700s. Sick. Um, But yeah, I was a little nervous when I first heard Secret World announced. I was like, uh oh. I'm like, oh, it's they got machine guns. Okay, no, I'm fine. I can still make my millions. You're right. <laughs> On MMOs, like everyone else. No, just Woo! you make an MMO and you just. But I can it. relate to it. I hate it when an idea I had is already a thing that bums me out so much. Even though yeah. there was like no way I would ever make that thing. As an, totally as an artist, it's one yeah. of the absolute worst things. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's hard because there's a lot of things that are close for me. Um. But not anything that's exactly there. Like you only I, get one. The question only gives you one. What? No. I'm, yeah. Yes. I'm talking about things that exist that are close to what I'm talking about. Oh. Um. So you know, because like I smug want blood. something with like. What? Oh, smug blood. How? Oh, Certainly wasn't humble blood. <laughs> then we're gonna get it. Let out. him make his game. We can do it. Um. <laughs> oh my god. No, but like I want like uh like yeah, the, something with like a a big world with like like the like the depth of the, the Witcher, but I want like that refinement where you like cut out all of this little filler stuff. Like when I open a chest, like I want to always be excited about that thing that's in that chest. Mm. You know, like I want to be able to like get weapons and armor that are like yes, this is like identifiable as like like a valuable new part of my tool set or whatever, and uh, and I want um, like I want to be able to like something that ha- like like a Metroid or, or or like a more traditional Zelda where like you get abilities that expand what you can do in the game, you know, and make you think about the game in new ways because like in a way that's sort of a little bit lost. Uh, well, with what I played, of, I, haven't, I haven't gotten to any dungeons in Breath of the Wild yet. But it, like, it's a little bit lost there, you know, because yeah. it's like you're not going and getting new abilities all the time. Uh, you get a lot of them like right at the outset, and it's like, okay, this is your tool set. This is what you use through the game. Um, so yeah, to like really get that character progression, but may, you know, maybe in a, like a different fashion, where like, you know, you're you're some kind of like, uh, you know wizard slash mage so you 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 get yeah you get these spells that are not just like a combat spell but these spells that you like actually use in the world to affect the world i dig that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely i dig that i found the context for my first person oh what is it so you start third person yeah and it's an action game yeah you're like powerful killer devil may cry style you kill a lot of things that's what's stylish even yeah okay super stylish for like the first chunk Mm -hmm. then the demon possesses you and it's his perspective trapped inside of you 
conning your vision so your perspective what if, is what gone. if what if it was his perspective the whole time <laughs> and so even when it was third person he yeah. was like on you, you yeah know, he was the, he was the one that was like hovering near you and watching you so and, then it goes first person and that's when the horror part comes in because he's possessed you and you can't see as much and you're more vulnerable you don't have like your fighting skills see they take your items okay that would be dope actually and you'd go back and like fight the same enemies be like i don't have the tools that's pretty yeah. interesting you because i think that happens a lot of games where they take stuff from you because no like in the end it's like oh no i'm super empowered and now i'm yeah. like in a giant robot suit you start Reverse the game super it. empowered yeah. yeah and then you just they take everything from you yeah that's kind of interesting and it turns into a survival game survival. um mine's like a like a cat bath game uh you're giving some cats some baths <laughs> and you're like just thinking oh, that's a cute cat bath game then you find out you are a cat whoa yeah so it's time for bets uh next week's bet <laughs> mario kart 8 deluxe wait for the prequel wait <laughs> I'm sorry, Paul. It's time to move on. It's like it's. It, I'll, I'll let you all know like five ideas. Um, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe coming out April 28th. What we're gonna do is we're gonna go do a balloon battle. These online. might be my favorite types of bets. Hmm. Really? I love these. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. These are, and we make a video we'll at the end. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, balloon battle. We're playing online. How long until we lose five balloons? If you're curious, we're picking Bowser as our character and big target. Mash an A for our cart pieces. Big so whatever wins. Target. Yeah. Big Papa Bowser. Jones, how long do we lose five balloons? One minute, 11 seconds. Ooh, that's a nice looking bet. One, oh, one, one. What? One, what? one. Why, what's yours? 72 one. seconds. Yes. Oh. That's so cool. That's really cool. Oh. Cut me off. Yes. And I, th- and I thought this was going to be one of the higher bets. <laughs> yes. Sneak it in. <laughs> um, <laughs> this number stuck in my head. I don't know why. 37 seconds. Yeah, no, I got the under. Perfect. Oh, my goodness. And I said three minutes and 58 oh. seconds. Good, We're looking good. Yeah. So here's what I'm thinking. Five balloons is so many. That's a lot of balloons. Yeah. Yeah. I just tried to picture the most common way you could lose one and then just add, you know, that times five. I'm feeling crazy Wait, are we right driving now. or no? Oh, sorry. We are holding forward on the left analog stick, as we do. Better hope there's holding no, no forward on the left analog stick is not driving. Oh, you're right. Just so just our guess. guess. You're right. Better hope you're not driving off a cliff because that's going to be balloon gone. That'd be a yeah, balloon gone. Yeah, where are we yeah. going to start? Is it near yeah. lava? Yeah. yeah, yeah did we say anything about stage? Is it a random stage? Whatever online. Uh, yeah. Everybody match. votes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll just we're just mashing <laughs> A. It's kind of yes. It's kind of a cliff. Um, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you get booted if you just. That's why we do left analog stick for all these games. Is if you just hop into a game, and they'll boot you out. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk about last week. Oh, let me lock those in. Oh, Jones just oh, saved God. our weekend. Wow. The Titanfall bet was really funny. Kyle. I would not have time to do that. Yeah. Just have never died. We'd have to let the bets go. Yeah. All right. Well, I would. I would get them alone. Outlast two released this week mm. today. How long are the end credits? <laughs> Jones, you bet three minutes and twenty seconds. Damiani bet 6 minutes and 45 seconds. Brad bet 2 minutes 30 seconds. I bet 3 minutes and 45 seconds. Credits are long in every game, dude. See, Hubert, this is this one was kind of a trap. This is a trap can, question. Yeah, be weird. Because credits are long. Credits are long. But this is a small game, small team. Do you do you have a guess? I would guess 3 minutes and 50 seconds. The actual length of the end credits three minutes and 28 seconds Ooh. jones was eight seconds off oh. oh that's the that's the trap though it's like you yeah. you do think like all game credits are long now They're you think our last two is a pretty big game yeah 
Small team on that game. Yeah. Yeah, but like... You look at a big, huge game, and they're like eight minutes, nine minutes, ten, yeah. It depends, really. Like, you really have to be very aware of, like, who's involved, though, because uh, Little Nightmares coming out this week, too. Mm -hmm. Small team, but... Bandai Namco is publishing. Oh, yeah. You got all kinds of international yeah. people international thrown games. in those yep, credits. Yep, yep, yep. Sony credits. <laughs> yep. It's on PS4. Like. And uh, our last two is interesting because they had, like, um, French voices in there. They mm -hmm. had the, the U.S. studio and, like, French mm -hmm. voices on there. And even, like, some musicians and live choruses that recorded in churches and stuff like that. It was really cool to actually watch those credits. Uh, still very short, comparatively. Small team. Congrats on putting that game out. Uh, that is, however, congrats to Jones. Uh, that brings our total now to mm. Purple Platypi 4. <laughs> Red Eagles 12. Ka -ka. That is decimation. Two more weeks. If we get two more points above you, mm -hmm. it's over. That's Don by law. Yeah. Don will join your team. That's your only hope at this point. You kind of want to... It, it's like an NBA when they start losing on purpose. Yep. You kind of want to start losing pick. on purpose just to get Don yeah. in so that you can catch up, possibly. God. <laughs> it's the only way. If Don gets a point, is that two points? or No, no it's just you get three to our two. Three, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's just Jones is good sometimes, man. Yeah. Feels good about that. I don't know if I've ever gotten a credits one though. I don't think. I think it's the first time. Cool. Oh yeah, you said you're always bad at these. I, I get the trailer like, ones every now and then, these, yeah. but uh, yeah, that feels good. Uh, I'm chalking it up to consistency. You guys are making bets every week. You guys are in the zone. We're in the zone. Baby. You guys are in the every We're week. In the zone. Yeah, when I was on every week, I was winning. Bets. Yeah. yeah, not now. You can't stop yeah. us. You can't stop us. We're nope. in the zone. Nope. Red Eagles, baby, just too strong. You've got no hope. See, see that's that's smug. That's smug. The no hope was yeah, too far. That's smug. <laughs> that's not smug. That is because rubbing now, it in because our now, face. Oh, dear because you. now if you say you they got no been. hope, why am I going to watch yeah. the next podcast? You, you know what I mean? Simple why nicer, am I? That's what? not smug. A nicer comment would have been, no, you can come back. Like, yeah. it's okay, Huber, you know? Like, People are here for the challenge. Yeah. It's oh, just, I mean, the truth it's is... It's just going to make that upset greater when, uh, you know, the platypi come back and we got to pick a new right. team next year. Almost every single bet is dumb and impossible to bet on. Like Mario Especially Kart. Especially this one, yeah. That, no, which is why I like next week's bet. We have, it's so dumb. Like, you can point at us and say, you guys always bet. You should, like, there's no way Jones or I have any expertise running into how long we'll survive in Mario Kart 8 with five balloons. Uh, it's Most of them really are just dumb chance, and Jones and I are just dumb enough to dumb luck into those dumb chances. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about patreon.com slash easy allies because that is the way that this group of easy allies is able to keep making videos and podcasts and streams about video games, mm -hmm. things we enjoy doing very much. Uh, we also make things that are, uh, only loosely attached to video games, like, like, a, a Dungeons and Dragons show, uh, a movie podcast, uh, all sorts of strange things. What else was I thinking of? There's another easy thing. Anime. Yeah, Ooh, anime, easy yeah. anime. Yeah, absolutely. The anime show. We, Jones, we got to be on that this week. That was cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check out patreon.com slash easyallies to see how you could maybe possibly support us, but also easyallies.com to see a nice little place to find all of our videos and our schedule in your time zone. I do want to add one thing. This was even a love and respect question. Somebody asked, okay. hey, um, is it possible to get the audio early? I'm on my phone. I need to get the audio early. It is now possible. If you are in the $5 tier for uh, patreon.com slash easy allies, you get this podcast early. We used to just send you a video link early. You could go to YouTube and watch it well, two you days could get early. Well, you SoundCloud early. 
And you can go to soundcloud.com, right, and download it from there. However, we now have a little bonus RSS feed. Nice. And so if whatever uh, podcast app you're using, it will now go directly to that early as well. Yeah, and I should explain how this works because yeah. the yeah, RSS, is, <laughs> it is unfortunately not as simple as just giving you the link. Because oh, yeah. Do not share it. That's your private link. Yeah, so each person, yeah. each patron has a link. Mm-hmm. That's for them. Yeah. For their tier. So if you're a one dollar patron, you get a certain link, and if you're five dollar, you get a certain link. What whatever is tied to those tiers, that's what you get in your feed. Um, and and unfortunately, it's just one feed as well. So everything is gonna get in there. That's uh, audio. So you're gonna have this podcast and Easy Anime and uh, Zelda Talk and anything else that gets put into that that podcast feed for you. Reaction shots as yeah. well. Yep. Yeah, uh, it was funny. I saw a tweet where someone was just like, great podcast this week, and then posted their private RSS feed on the tweet. And so like, I'm not even going to respond to this. I yeah. do not want to draw attention to this. Don't oh, do that. But if you're looking for yeah. that, it's on the Patreon page yep. on the overview section, like right before um, all of the reward tiers. So it's an upper right. Yeah. Yep. Or, or if you're on your phone, it's like below the about us kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah, it's there. Try to find it. But it's not in the app for some reason. Yeah, it's a weird thing. It's that's a totally it's <laughs> it's bizarre science. I don't understand how any of that works. Uh, Jones, as the winner. Oh, you know what? We gotta talk about goals before I get, hand over the microphone to you. Blood, how'd you do with your goal? <laughs> Clearly terrible. Of not feeding into the mythos this week. That no, didn't didn't happen. I'm stuck with it. <laughs> no, I think honestly, blood. In calling it out, it's like step one. Okay. Yeah. Now he's no, admitting you have a problem. We're not gonna. Well, no, <laughs> not like that. Oh, uh, people won't enjoy it as much if they know that you don't want it. Do you know? And so I feel like that's that's step one. <laughs> I think you've actively begun killing the dragon of smug blood this week, Michael Huber. Yeah. Did you accomplish your goal? We did not talk about the Dreamcast. Oh. Yeah. Bums me out. There are so many opportunities. I, don't wanna, I didn't want to force it. Mm-hmm. You know, I can be like, mm-hmm. hey, I want to talk about the Dreamcast. Hey, guys, about the Dreamcast. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's got to come up. Okay. I don't want to cheat it. Yeah. You know? Hubert, Dreamcast is sleeping. It's it's sleeping soundly <laughs> in retirement. It did its job. It's resting in peace. It's resting in peace, dude. <laughs> nice and peaceful. Okay. Jones, did you accomplish your goal this week? I, I might accomplish it again at a later date as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and then I think I did okay. Obviously, I'm sure you're sending corrections uh, that I talked about a game in the past tense. I won't even read it. I'll just say, sure, you're right. I tried my best. Oh, sure. Yeah, but I'm sure I messed it up at one point or another. Don't bother. I won't read it. Uh, I did my best, is all I can say. Now, Jones! Yeah. Because you did win this week's bet, you get the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to promote. You get the final word on anything you want to reiterate or have disagreed with. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna double down because I was gonna mention something that you already mentioned, okay. which was uh, that you and I were on an episode. Hey, hey, of first things first, man. Easy. Anime. Oh, sorry. You can find me at Trailer Jones. <laughs> Be nice, dead. Uh, uh, you and I were on Easy Anime, but I was also with Mr. Daniel Bloodworth 
on Zelda Talk. Oh, yeah. Which I had not been on before. What's that? Uh, Zelda Talk is a show hosted by Mr. Michael Damiani where they talk about Zelda. Um, talk about, obviously, there's a very popular Zelda game everybody's playing right now, but looking back at, at other things about previous games, uh, sometimes taking a very critical eye, comparing certain games together. I'm talking sorry, about crazy things past the game's merch. And this is a series? This is an ongoing series and only it's called talking Zelda about talk? one video game franchise. There's that much to talk about. Is there? Yes. And that was one of the things that I really enjoyed about this was it was a uh, an episode specifically focused on Breath of the Wild, but uh, we talked about the soundtrack and the voiceover. Uh, mm-hmm. Blood led the uh, soundtrack discussion, and I mm-hmm. uh, led the voiceover discussion uh, based on our experience with games. And uh, it was really fun not only just talking about one game for a podcast, but talking about one element of that game. And we kind of went into it like, okay, we'll do 30 minutes on the soundtrack and 30 minutes on the voice acting. I hope that can fill an hour easily. We, we, we filled. Uh, so there's, yeah, lots to talk about with that massive game. And uh, it's, it's fun to see Damiani the host. He tends to troll when he's on, when he's the guest, but it was fun to see him in the host chair. And just dead serious. Just all, mm-hmm. all business, Damiani. <laughs> Asking questions and um, introducing himself. I don't know when I will be on Zelda Talk next. So I, I popped in on that one episode. So I will, I will give a shout out to that. Uh, doesn't even... Doesn't Easy Eyes have even this whole podcast all about Nintendo? We do. Why would they need a second one for only Zelda? Ask Damiani. <laughs> because he brought uh, he brought up one okay. really great example of something that yeah. he wanted to talk about yeah. that was Zelda related, but was really loosely Nintendo related. It had, I mean, it had something to do with like the culture and the fandom mm-hmm. specifically around Zelda. Whereas if you had a Nintendo podcast, like, oh, this week in Nintendo news, or this is an interesting topic to talk about Nintendo, and it's like, yeah, I'm going to bring up this weird thing that happened in 85 with this one Zelda game you might not have known about. And it's like, really? On the Nintendo podcast? That's what you brought up? So it's those types of conversations that Damiani wants to have. And uh, of everyone that I have ever met in this industry, I think Damiani is the most uniquely qualified you know, to get into this really crazy stuff about Zelda that you never knew. Why? Does he have like a special license plate or something? He does. <laughs> that says exactly what I just, the whole sentence is all. He does. Yeah. He has a novelty license plate. I don't know if he wants to be calling it out, but it's Zelda related. Yeah. Because that's the and thing. not spelled in a weird way. To answer. Yeah, you're right. That's just kind of cool. Uh, to, I think I laughed out loud first time I saw a non-snarky. So like, Whose car like, is that? <laughs> like I answered a snarky question. Damiani puts on that show because he loves Zelda. Yeah. And you're watching a show from someone who has a passion for a thing. And I think that's what makes it a strong idea. And why it is a show only about Zelda. Because it's a show about something this person loves. I love a lot of things, but I'm not about to start podcasts about them. Because I'm doing a lot of things for Easy Allies. And oh, so okay. is he. All right. Wow. And so for him to know this is yeah. that important, mm-hmm. I'm going to commit to this and, and bring in people. And appreciate it. Not really put a huge strain on the other allies as far as, like, got to be involved. Need you for this. Need you for this episode. Yeah, actually, a lot of the episodes so far have been with other parts of the Zelda community and uh, bringing them in. Cool. And I think, you know, in the future they will be as well. John's your final word? Good job. Oh, final word. Um, just to just just because I know this man was put in a difficult situation. Yeah. The multiplayer. Th- there are things <laughs> that are going to be a part of Red Dead Redemption 2 that we do not know yet and cannot fathom yet. They will announce something. It's like, oh, how is that going to work? And we're not going to know until you actually get into the game. Uh, I mean, that's how I felt with online. It was like, okay, that's interesting. And there's what I, what I think basically we're going to see with Red Dead. With like my, my, if I would put my, my werehogs on the table is that with GTA 5 and GTA Online, you had GTA 5 and you had Online. And they were like, yeah, you'll kind of get into the story of 5 and prequely, I guess. You'll be this character. And that was just gone. Now we're just racing Tron bikes and stuff. I mean, like, you don't go into Online to get, like, more of the story. You know, it's just a fun world to run around. And I think that wall between those two modes is going to come down. And, like... You're going to do things 
in the campaign for Red Dead that you're like, how does that resolve? It's like, it only resolves in online. You got to get into online to find out either how that character got here or what happens to that character now, or it'll either be a full-on prequel, the whole thing, or, or I just think there's going to be more synergy between those two things. Because I think, like, the, the minute that was a success at Rockstar, they were like, well, now, okay, let's all start brainstorming a way to just knock this out of the park for Red Dead. Uh, and all of those commercial things that you hate in GTA, there's no convertibles in the Wild West, there's no apartment buildings, there's no fancy sunglasses, and I'm wearing a tuxedo this week, none of that. So, like, if they have extra stuff in there, it's got to be cool weapons, it's got to be something with a very specific style that fits something in that era, or something so bizarre that it's kind of fun to, to you know, to put in that, that Western world. Uh-oh. I have one word for you. Uh-oh. Smug. <laughs> Thoroughbred. Thir- what the- oh. In the horse, or what is that? Yeah. Well, that's what Jones means is that it won't be anything outside of the universe. The, I right? mean, might I don't know. Oh. That'd be one specific. Yeah. I mean, Undead Nightmare is very far out of that universe of Red Dead, but that was fantastic. One of the best DLCs I've ever played. So, again, those those I surprises really are coming. Excited, yeah. I I, I want to think I have I got that company downloaded, and I know exactly what Red Dead Two is going to be. I have no idea. Cool. I have not a clue, uh, and uh, that scares me. But it gets, makes me very excited at the same time. But I'm sorry that you had to say some disparaging things about Red Dead. Is it coming out this year, Jones? Is it coming out? I this think year? so. I think I think it's I think it's good. It's either coming out in September or it's not coming out this year. They're not going to like bump it to October. You know, they're like, no, no we're, we're you know we're we want you to we want we want to we want to get that goody. We want we want you to have enough time. <laughs> so when you get into you know November December and start talking about those games, it's not like well I haven't had time to play Red Dead Redemption two. Like they're smart. They're a smart company. They know. They lost that Last of Us Cody bid, and they want, they want, they're gunning, they're gunning for that Cody. What? Okay. Um, it's your final word, man. Yep. I can't say a thing. Yep, there it is. There's lots of final words about Red Dead Redemption Two. Excited, and I know this guy's too. Cheers. Join these microtransactions. The Easy Allies would like to thank our Patreon podcast producers. We apologize in advance for all the ally names we are about to misspell and mispronounce. Ebb Software, Hoag Law, Ikeelis, Michael Kozachenko, Mango, Richard Smuts, Sweet Justice, Nick, Jesse Fish, Sam G, Mason Sturgis, Will Schmuck, Shayla Tobin, Professor Metal Gear, Bradley Speeds, John Tyson, Walker Hope, Beaten Down Brian, Jellyfish Rule, Silent Consonant, Charles Anthony Iapacino, Sigma, Robert Stoffel, Stephen Blomkamp, Greg Kettering, Mylene LaPearl Vanass, Andrew Bailey, Hasney, Neil Bruce, Rory McGuire, Elphanis, Jared Reif, Thomas Rogers, Kittacath, 44 Stars, Matthew Pauling, Gino Elite, Yasser Alusseini, Jason A. Sackle, Candy Coated Thorns, Janny Markula, G. Levin, G. Ken, Dan Sebring, Lauren Devon, Tim O'Keefe, John Michael, Hitman 47, Ryan Anderson, Nicholas Owens, Colt Doss, Paul Nolson, Jason Joint, Cody Harden, Jay Shee, Wobess, Marcel Giru 17 Frolic, Yong Lee, Mark Biankin, Corey Jackson, Phoenix Doss, Osama Alarbi, Lee Young, Congolator, Andrew Kidd, Peter Davis, Skolopen, Clayton Ingram, Rack, Kira Stenrus, Rick Argomenes, Adam Pryor, Brad Lohman, Simon Anderson, Gary Fair, Matthias Hesselvig Jensen, 
Ian Santa Anna, Tim Strothman, Caleb Crawford, DRD714, Blue Suter, Liana Alexandru, Todd Yurkovic, Rizhev, Jordan Phillips, Yo Butts, Michael Besegli, Athena, Patrick Chong, Wesley Welcomer, Monica, Chum Nun, Isabella Crane, Sergio Ruben Hernandez Gallegos, Paul Young, Stephen Last, Ahmad Naki, Missile Mage, The Banana Forklift Killer, Joaquin Morovuo, Gustav Strombaum, Kelvin Hartanto, Marcel Markov, Mark J. Betters II, Nefertiti Jenkins, Joel Olson, David Wen, Luke Arnold, Matthew Holcomb, Daryl Schramm, Brent Phillips, Thomas Wigington Jr., Maria Smith, Turbo Girl, Mickey Drayton, Catherine Lai, Gary James, Ian Bradburn, Juan Yobo, Robert Crouch, Michael Schreiber, Sven Von Brand, Mikhail Anyao, By Manis, V8 Dave, Nasser, Michael Wilson, G Sith, Sean Clinton, Fabian Schuster, Noah Weinstein, The Solar Sailor, Jesper Lawson, Anthony DC1, Ulf himself, Tony Knox, Fanmade Easy A Store, I Sun Chore, Wally WSF88, Forrest Polk, Mike Hook 1, Thomas Einsborn, Bry Guy, Jamie Jackman, Mauricio Fuentes, Zyla Wolfbane, QuickScares.com, Natalie and Lennon, Alexander Schiller, Neil Brophy, Boris Schurl, Captain Fancy Pants, Michael Eaton, Zinterax, Modren, Stephen Cohen, Eric Haber, Connor Whitehall, Censor Eric, Connor Rosine, Paul Bishop, Travis Miosi, Jimmy Milson, Carl Williams, Trey Whetstone, Adam Damon, Matt McCarthy, Eric Crone, Sean Mackey, David Hackman, Leroy Anderson, Reed Johnson, Joe Town, Manuel Thomas, Peter Wen, Luke Bennett, Eric C., Adam Scherenbrock, Not Jack, Kurzustav Rogowski, Fimo Preuss, Allison Burt, Bjornar Haraldsvik, Alfredo Gonzalez, Sean De Almeida, Zach Bardsley, Chris Sleep, Kelly Malkowitz, Mo Kiki, Jacob Whittington, Charlie, Serial Gamer, Mike and Tasha Garcia, Wouter De Hayes, Michael Favacci, Gabriel Johansson, Eric Maynard, Cartridge Brothers, Dennis Franklin, Rene Clute, Gonsis Elite, Bernardo Del Castillo, Leon Keyes, Men X64, Raymond Lee, Clay Roberts, Darren Banish, Victor Villarreal, Ritz 1906, Todd Paxton, Taggart McStone, Fast Mower, Faraz Rizvi, Dakota Hayes, Zustick, Don Turner, Luis Carrillo, Mumble Mumbleton, Kyle Bradford, Miles Walden, Edison S. Prada Jr., Alexander Berveglieri, Corbin Bread, Marty Savage, Travis Ng, Bryce Ray Parker, Ahmed Al Rashed, Tuttle, Beth, Furious Action Gamer, Stuart Siddall, William Kirk, Mac Reed, Connor Ross, Matt Gunther, Evan Ang, Joshua Vancewall, Eric Gustafson, Refill, Sebastian Trier, Bonnie and Jason Connor, Eric Carr, Jeffrey Daniel Lasley, Stephen Walther, Carlo Zuniga, Jesse K, Ryan Cohen, Adam Welshy Mullaney, Link 666 Goron, Terence Ireland, Simon Gauthier, Momo Rashid, M Legend, Lance Mink, Matthias Larson, Marcus Hankins, Peds, Yanni, Richard Rinaldis 91 Eiley, Justin Wenderoff, Calgareth, Eddie Reisner, Chase Caldwell, Cameron Hendry, Jesus Furman, Andrew Buckter, Rebecca Woods, Barry, Derek McCaskey, Mizek, Andrew Wanser, Adam Henry, Beautiful Kai, Hudson Bilbrey, Christ Abramian, Mac Jam, Caffeine Rage, David Kennedy, Durgesh Patel, Mike Calvi, Sarah, Philip Stadler, Anthony Daniel Galvin, Benny Samuelson, Trolls Rasmussen, Daniel Wong, Mark, James Anderson, Cheryl Stopgert Paracchio, Wesley McDonald, Vincent Foliot, Ahab, 
Neobear, John Meyer, Rainier Dennis Bautista, Jordan Eaves, Tetra Ninja, Alex Glass, Junior Motomura, Jake Musser, Eric Santoy, Mithers, your boy Benny B, Sebastian K, Ancient Picnic, Mons Anderson, Elvin Skogheim, Jai Aldier, Kevin DeBolt, Morgan Worth, Sam Sorensen, Shahir Khan, Matt Ferguson, Michael Tenick, Poogie Boogie, William Heaney, Krista Lundmark, Peyton Wiederspan, Chris the Pianist, Michelle Nubb, Sandra and Richard Acero, Robert Marquardt, Carlos Gonzalez, Joe Burns, Mikkel Box Sorensen, David Tran, Monica X. Avaria, Oscar Stahl, Alan Wen, Adam Barker, Philip Klarskov Jensen, Niels Frederick Elbol, Sun Pham, Alex Monaco, Evan Anderson, Fumbles, Nuno Amaral, Twisted Heart, David Boyarski, Rajiv Maharaj, Ciara Wheeler, Sean McKing, Dagath, Brennan Rehorek, Joaquim Weiderberg, Christopher Santis, Marco Flores, Adam Hendrick, Tarek Leeham, Christian Hundorf, Andreas Coter, Egg Stravaganza, Gali Gutierrez, Cody Gear, The Fatty Show, Eric Armbruster, Jason Shields, Rickster EXE, Minimic, Julio Ruiz, Lars Berger, Lorenzo, Remy Loisel, Jordan Kirk, Christopher Dixon, Peter Shoemaker, Vannery C, Repus Edud, Irvin De La Torre, Cyberboa, Christophe Fatui, Azazel Valkyrie, Garrett Fox, Christopher Foss, Outcast Writer, Chris Bennett, Helping Leon, Self-Confessed Cynic, Roman Udolph, V. Kira Ray, Tristan Howard, Hugo Calm, Jeremiah Snowden, Dinesh Patel, Michael Agent, Materia Addict, Rob Middledorp, Robert I, K. Murdoch, Gonzalo Sands, Blastermaster, Elizabeth, Shannon Gates, Miguel Rivas, Alex Lavanier, Justin Wren, Malcolm Moshet, Adam, Robert Ori Einerson, Christopher Donnelly, Joel Short, Marco Hernandez, Gabriel Heilborn, Chad Ball, Andrew Amos, Fat Shadow, Struggler, James Thievierge, Tense George, Joey and Kate, Raymond Chow, Alex Boken, Ian Anderson, Dan Pan 16, Tongue Surgery, C.S. Lewis, Dave Red, Trenton Robeson, Jana, Roy Sung, Kim Monk von der Leith Hagensen Peterson, Coyle Holman, Reed Marlett, Evan Anderson, Ali Khan Sunker, Matthew Robles, Shanley Ladia, Dale A. Brule, Rerun, James Blair, Arkham Fantasy, Luis Ibarra, Dale Sun, Philip Higdon, John Ivar Carlson, Spencer Stevens, Dan Wen, Impact 93, Siahi Jabbar, Elliot Moscow, Jonas, Ivan Ponce, John Prey, Ada Warizek, Sean Essen, Sebastian Urban, Marco Zanone, Alec Church.